Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Muse Podcast. Episode 10. We're going to expand out a little bit this uh, episode. First off, our special guest is Darren Ha. Darren is a great musician from around here. He uh, writes music. He's a singer. He's a guitar player. I love the way he brought his electric uh, guitar in. He brought his amp. He brought some pedals and uh, made some interesting noise. So uh, I really dug his. He sang two songs, one at the top and one at the end. This one's another marathon, but this time we have an excuse. Um, we have an, a, a special co-co-host, uh, Eric Froberg. So Briggs, Froberg, and Darren are all in this band called The Natural Casings together. And uh, you guys who listen to the podcast have heard us talk about RPM. Uh, a lot of people around this area are into RPM Challenge, which is, uh, in a nutshell, it's... Um, making a certain amount of music. I think it's like 30 minutes of music or 10 songs, all within the month of February. So these guys got together for The Natural Casings, which uh, I'll let them explain to you the theme of the band. Uh, anyway, and uh, so we thought it'd be great to get uh, Froberg in here, and uh, he's fantastic. Uh, he's funny as hell, and uh, I really love the guy. So anyway, hopefully he'll come back and do some more, uh, some more of these podcasts with us as well. You can get in touch with Darren at Bandcamp.com. As always, you look up someone's name, type in Bandcamp, and you'll probably find their stuff. Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, ha, H-A-W-E, Bandcamp.com. Obviously, he's in the natural casings. Those guys just keep putting out albums. Uh, I think you'll find them quite entertaining if you're into it and you want to hear Briggs. Uh, he sings on a bunch of that stuff, too. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, as always, The Muse Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you can always go to themusepodcast.com and click on the Contact Us button and get in touch. Thank you very much to everyone who is reaching out, everybody uh, who's listening to this. This is uh, it's going really well. We haven't even really begun to push the thing. You know, we, we're just working on straight word of mouth right now as we figure all this out. And uh, we, couldn't, we couldn't thank you enough for uh, listening, subscribing, talking about it. A little while, maybe around twenty or so, we'll start to push it because I have a feeling it's it's beginning to feel like it's getting its uh it's getting its own legs. Okay, here you go, people. Darren Ha. <laughs> Final groove in this last dance with the devil. So take care of yourself. I'll be taking care of my own. Good luck in your transgression. 
Lord knows you're gonna need it And all is sad and dark Are starting new again, and here's to all of our endeavors. And here's to weeding out our friends and finding out who is fair weather. So take care of yourself. Taking care of my own Good luck in your transgressions Lord knows you're gonna need it When all is said and done well, I told you I'm done A ceasefire line It's not worth shedding blood Not on the first strike So take care of yourself I'll be taken care of my Good luck in your transgressions Lord knows you're gonna need it So take care of yourself I'll be taking care of what's left of my home Good luck in your transgressions Lord knows you're gonna need it When all is said and done Something like that. That's nice. beautiful, man. Thank you. What's that called? Uh, said and done. All right. You need to break down a couple of things for everybody listening. Okay. You are only one man. I am one man. Yeah. Yet, it sounded like there was more than one guitar going on there for a minute. Yeah. Tell everybody a little bit about the loadout. What, uh, what are you doing here? I, I usually run a, an RC2, the loop station the b- boss has, and uh, I... That's that's how I can do two at once. Right. So for uh, looper pedal, looper pedal. Yeah. For the for the non musician, you're playing your guitar. Yes. And then that is recording a phrase, basically, right? Yeah. Right. So you're using electric guitar, so it's coming out of the uh, the cord. Right. It's going into the pedal. Exactly. But the cool thing is, the pedal is just sort of that's just recording the sound he's making with the guitar, right? Right. Okay. So then the pedal and the guitar both go out to the amplifier. Correct. 
which is making that cool distorted sound, right? Yeah. Well, I have a I have a boost like it boosts the signal before it, so it's hitting that first and then into the ah, so I it's get giving it. it a little extra ooh, and then yeah. hitting the tubes and giving it more ooh. Yeah. double so, dose. Yeah. How long have you been using a, a looper pedal? Oh God, uh, ten years at really? least. Yeah, probably. How did you find out about it? Was this something like? Who was using it? Was it someone using it, or did they just come out, or you guys probably all read Guitar Player magazine? Yeah, it was... Um, guitar I, players. I, I don't... I think... I ma- can't read. <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> I'll who's that? introduce everybody in a sec. Just yeah. keep going. Um, <laughs> no, I don't... I, for the love of God, I don't remember, but I just know... I think my cousin, maybe, was playing through a, one of the, the digital delays that Boss had that right. had a small like loop on it. Like oh, That was okay. one of the settings. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just started, I had that and a whammy pedal, and I just started going nuts. Awesome. A whammy pedal is the pedal that the guy from Rage was using, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you you could go, exactly. like change the pitch of yeah. what was coming in. Two right? octaves, one octave, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It functionally yeah, it similar to a wah-wah pedal with a foot pedal that you use to bend said pitch. Right, so where the wah runs like a filter up and down the thing. Right. Yeah, like a band pass on it. Right. right. Yeah, this is just actually going to change the pitch. Before we go on, uh, it's a little different today. Obviously, uh, we have our wonderful guest, Big D. Hi. Darren Ha. Darren. That's me. And, uh, and he's, uh, he's the one who stepped up and brought the new shit. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, obviously, you guys can hear Briggs as Hello. usual. And today we have some extra spice, some extra sauce. Oh, kind of the hot fudge sauce. on top of the Sunday that is <laughs> us. Uh, Eric Froberg. I'm br- Froberg. I'm bringing the calories tonight. Nice. Sauce. <laughs> yeah. You got it. It's like so, a carbonara. Or so uh, so like why it. do we have... Uh, <laughs> So why do we have Froberg? Uh, one, because he's, he's the man, the man, and we all wanted him to be here. But also, thanks, guys, because you guys played in the same band together, right? We did, all three of us. Yeah, we don't anymore. <laughs> I, I, do we? That's a good Sorry, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I tensed on you this there. Is Sorry, you're probably here to break up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really Kicking awful. you out of the band, Froberg. <laughs> so. Uh, well, Darren, what is you, well, actually, who, what? uh, the, what's, what's, uh, Briggs, who actually owns, like, the natural casings? Us. Yeah. Is it like everybody, or is yeah. it, did you put it together, or did Darren put it together, or did no, everybody I'm, do it? No, I'm the it, latecomer to that. I yeah, showed up I mean, in, like, that the third was, record. Right. But that was still, what, three or four years yeah. ago. I played right. live for the first two. Right. But, yeah. But, yeah, also, the fourth member of the natural casings is not here tonight, our, yeah. our good friend, Mr. Bob Beal. The yeah. guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let's get back to the casings in a second. I just want to make sure everybody knew who was talking. Sure. So you, uh, so this, so why did you use a looper pedal? I mean, just, uh, I, I mean, I guess we probably know, but let's just talk about it for a sec. It sounded fucking great, by oh, the way. Thanks. It's like you actually got me. I didn't. I'm sitting on the other side of the table. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm like, Wait a minute. Are you still going? Picking with two hands and playing the other. No, yeah, like, I'm not I mean, that like, good. you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And then, yeah, so that I got it right. So basically, so did you, do you record that shit ahead of time? No, I, that was on the fly. Okay, so on the fly. So you like hit it, yeah. played that beginning, right. kind of grabbed it. Yep. You just hit it on the right beat and it, it'll start the loop, Makes a loop. in time and then yep. nail the thing over it. Yeah, hope you don't screw it up. Yeah, well, it's actuated by the pedal, right? You press right. the pedal once it's to start one, the once phrase to start, record. Uh, once to start and once to stop, and then while it's playing, and then you it, can hit it again if so you, you want to loop over that. 
So right. you can record, you know, multiple Overdone layers. It. Yeah. Right. But it's cool. I mean, I've I've seen there are actually, you know, acts who who use the loop pedal. Um yeah. and I, I maybe you guys could pull one out of your ass, but I, I don't know anybody Zach out of Deputy. Like, That's what that guy's awesome me. at it. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Well also isn't the is the uh, the comedian dude? Reggie Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts. Does he yeah, he does. He, he uses does. a DL four, the uh well, the <laughs> With the line six delight battle with the looper. He's got a yeah. bunch well, of stuff. He's got a scene about that. Apparently, I'm not hip enough to understand. I, I have a song that's like entirely with the technology. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you are the talent. We I need to that. shut up when you talk. No, that's fine. Trust right. me. Nobody wants to. Um, <laughs> no, I have a song with the loop that's entirely. I, it ended up being like seven or eight minutes. But yeah, the, I just can like constantly. I use the whammy to like bring it down so it sounds like a bass. And I'll, right. I'll plug a mic into like a, an AB so I can switch between right. and do like a beat. Right. So. Where does it come from? Is it, is it, is it like a fascination or yeah. is it just like, fuck you, I don't want you guys to play and I want to do it all myself? Well, it's, I have, as these two probably know, I have trouble getting just a band together whenever I want to play my stuff. Right. So. Well, everybody does, yeah. Yeah. Um, but. You know I don't do anything. I just I, I know you, you don't. I, yeah. Well, I also can't book shows for the life of me. But uh, <laughs> look, look, m- motherfuckers just want to do their own thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, well, it's no. like, when am I going to play? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> when you're playing upstairs at the chit chat in Haverhill, like you don't need a whole band. <laughs> but uh, the the four shows I play, um, so yeah, no, it's just easy to throw a loop down so I can sound like there's more than one of me and just get through the thing. Right. Well, I mean, songwriting wise, you used it. If I understand uh, this time, you used yeah. it to create some sort of rhythm track. Right. Then you can either sing or solo over the top of it. Yeah. So you're kind of separating out harmony and rhythm from melody, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where did that song come from? Um, Do you mind me asking? No, that's fine. Uh, basically, there was a there was a band that I was in uh, that kind of dissolved all over itself, and uh, it it was a fairly large affair when it dissolved, and. Uh, we're just keeping quiet. No, yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm really because you know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm guessing these like guys the, do. Look, you know, the molasses flood I, in Boston. Yeah, <laughs> it was, got sticky. It yeah. was that fucking slow too. That was the problem. <laughs> it was a hot fudge. Yeah, it's like you're looking at the hill. It's the, uh, it's the scene in Austin Powers when like the steamrollers coming at him, and you're just sitting there and <laughs> yeah. going, no, no, stop it, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, was this your band? Uh, no, it was a band that I was in. I got you. I tend to join bands with much more popular people, so they That's do smart. decently well, and I'm just there, and nobody knows who I am, and it's kind of nice. Um, You're talking yourself down, but we know what's really well, going it, on. Uh, Go don't worry about Keep it. Uh, so me and uh, at least one other member of the band had a gigantic blowout, and uh, it wasn't pretty, and I just needed to... I haven't written in forever. Are you lead, is happened. this song about that? Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. I no, misunderstood that. that part. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, I, I picked up on that. Yeah. If if yeah. <laughs> nice. So I mean it. I don't care anymore, and I don't care about the situation anymore because it's just over. And that person's gone that way, and I've gone this way, and that's why I'm just like, take care of yourself, and I'm going to take care of my own. Yeah. Well, it's weird because. It's one thing if it, there's a lot of money on the table, you know, if, you, if you're talking about these, you know, sort of super groups, right? Established artists getting together and playing together. There's kind of like this, uh, like pre-contract to the whole thing. Everybody's kind of doing it for cash, and they're kind and they like probably want to play together. And there's really, there's, it, it's difficult a lot of the times to see people really throw their whole 
you know, life and soul into it. But yeah. I think just I notice from, you know, from my point of view, a lot of times it's the other way around when there are bands where there isn't a lot of money involved. Yeah. Like everybody's doing it for the straight passion. They really want things to happen and there's a potential for awesomeness. And when that shit goes to hell, yeah. it could be really hard, it man. Sucks. Yeah. Because it's like because you're not you're not going, OK, this sucks. Here's fifty grand. I'll see you later. Right, right. Yeah. No, like, there's none of that. You're broke and you're brokenhearted. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Can you keep? I mean, is this something you can talk about? Is yeah. I, I'll whatever you want to know. I don't. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean. Yeah. It's so, the past uh, is the did, past at this point. No, I mean, but so did did that just? Did you put the song? Did that just thing? The song just came together. Yeah. The song yeah. just kind of. I. So, you had talked about RPM in previous podcasts, and I've done it as well. Uh, not only with the natural casings, but I've done a couple solo ones. And the last one I did was, was it the last one? No, it was the one before that. Sorry. Of like, I just had snippets of crap just floating around like a verse or a chorus or, you know. And so I ended up doing that as the pot, like as my, as the podcast, as the, the record. Right. So, uh, and it, that happened around that time and I got some crap out of it. The last song on that record, I got most of the crap out on that, and then it just kind of kept flowing. And the point of that record was just for that one brief thing, right? So this time around, it was like more came out, and I just needed to. I hadn't written in forever because when you're happy, you know, you don't write as much. I've noticed. <laughs> so you know, I've got the wife and the house and the cats and the the job and like it. it Life is what, good. Yeah. What What am I gonna like you could write a song about being happy, like uh, what's his name? I'm not good Bro. at that. You've heard my music. <laughs> Are you fucking talking about Bobby McFerrin? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was talking about the happy song, not "Don't Worry, Be Happy." Oh, because <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, um, I yeah, don't know the guy what from song Nerd. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean Pharrell? Yeah, I said right. Pharrell. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I, I don't know that song. Come on, okay. <laughs> you're better off. Um, <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a? Uh, is, is that? It's a thing for me. Yeah, I, like I'm sure other people can do it, but I suck at it. Like I. N- no, no, no. I meant the. I'm sorry, oh. man. No, I meant like uh, <laughs> shitty things happen. You're kind of like let's go to the let's go to the music. Yeah. Is that, no, that's is that a, yeah a lines, motivator. Yeah. Uh, just sometimes, even a line in a conversation will spark some sort. Like, uh, during one of the last arguments I had. Uh, like I just ended it by saying it's water under a burnt bridge. And that mm. was, I'm like, Oh, I got to And I, I put that. I, one. Yeah. I put that in like some right program somewhere. And, uh, that turned into the, the RPM thing, but yeah. So it, it could be a conversation. It could be just like whatever the situation is. I'm, I'm not exactly metaphoric. So <laughs> it's sometimes it's hard, you know, I know RPM comes up a lot on the podcast. I feel like it's a, uh, it's like a motivator. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, I mean, you get a deadline, you got to do a thing in a certain amount of time and a lot of people around this area do it. So yeah, yeah it was a motivator. Briggs and I did a, a, a sort of this weird experimental album, uh, well, sort of project called deep sky pilots. Yes. We did it as an, as an RPM, um, deep sky pilots.com. <laughs> but, uh, it was fun. But, but no, but, but for me, it was more like, it wasn't really like a motivator because the motivators I wanted to do something with sure. Briggs, but it was, it was 
since everybody's going to stop on this day, it was an easy way to just get it onto the calendar, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a big part of it. I Absolutely. Think. How about you? What do you feel like? Um, is it, or you just do you do you stock stuff up for RPM or I? Every year, I'm going to tell myself I'm going to do that, and I never do. So it's <laughs> it just becomes this race of like, what can I vomit out for right. this ten minutes or thirty five tracks or whatever, right? And uh, like I've done. I've done instrumental records. I did that snippet record. The last one, I think I, I did like casing style where it was like there was two surf songs and there was like this alternative song and there was this instrumental nonsense. And like it was just just, kind of a mishmash. Yeah, of whatever I genres. can. Yeah, just crap that I like and wanted to record. Well, I mean, that's like the, that's cool. the original reason why everybody makes music, right? right. Like because yeah. you just want it. I just want to. But yeah, like I... The first record I ever did was actually with Bob. And I remember sending it out to a friend of mine in California. And she's like, I'll just have like this person listen to it. And I don't know who it was. I don't know any of the situation because I just don't remember. But the feedback from it was, you're all over the place. Like you're, it doesn't, like you're doing this and then you're doing that. And it's not like you can't get anywhere with this because you're just all over the place. That's bad. I, yeah, what's wrong with that? I don't know, but apparently at the time it was bad. You're not one thing. Yeah, how dare you? So, can you please be so more one dimensional? So reductive. <laughs> right. I want predictability out of you. Yeah. Can you be like Coldplay and just play the same thing over and over creative. again that you ripped off from somebody else? Sure. Well, I mean, that's something else that comes up over and over again on the podcast, too, where you're talking about um, everyone defines success differently. Yeah. And so that's probably why I, I don't. I, I'm careful about when I ask for feedback and I'm careful about right. putting feedback. Um, I, I, the only, I, I don't like to talk about shit. Yeah. Like I'll just go, Hey, let me play something for you. Right. And then that's it. Yeah. And co- there's no, can you tell me what's wrong with it? Or there's no, well, what I'm trying to do is this, let me play it for you and tell me if I'm successful. Any yeah. of that bullshit, because people's uh, because it's really hard to talk about music yeah right yeah it is or just, art just in general just yeah. just ask a band what genre they are ha uh, right you'll not get an answer bands um, hate that yeah they do mm. and so i'm in the sonic genre yeah yes. <laughs> Li- it's listenable you can hear it listenable sound. sounds it's oral yes. spelled the other way is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes oral with an au uh yeah, and so, <laughs> so um, we're all fucking fourteen. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it always ends up being fucking fourteen. Oh well. But uh, yeah, and so when you ask for feedback, it's actually really hard. Have you ever tried to give somebody like legitimately constructive feedback? It's difficult because you have to define what's constructive yeah. what's feedback right. what are we trying to do and dancing that yeah. line of not being an asshole right and like, i think well yeah but i mean good feedback it can't you can't feel like an asshole i mean right. it's like well it right it's trying to get that message across without being like you're not telling them it sucks but you have to say it in a way that it doesn't they're not going to feel like you're telling them it sucks right i know what you mean right but I mean, but but it's so hard to define. Look at uh, Minor Threat, and then look at Green Day, right? And yeah. so you have two different, completely different ways of looking at whatever you want to fucking call aggressive-ish kind of punkish kind of thing, right? Right. But I don't want to hear Minor Threat mixed like Green Day. I want to hear Minor <laughs> Threat like in mono. Actually, I kind of right? do now. Kind of fucking scrank. 
spanking the shit right through the speakers, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, and I think the reason why one of the reasons why Green Day did so well is because they were not like that. They weren't another typical punk band. They were a punk band that sounds yeah. like a pop band. They sound equivalent, you know. Yeah. And so, okay, ready? Okay. So, okay. hey, I got a new mix. Right. You want to tell me how you like the mix? Do you like the mix? Like, fuck that. Like, what yeah. are we trying to do? Are we right. trying to be Minor Threat or Green Day or right. Green Threat or what, what the fuck? Can you even minor do day. that? Minor Day. And, and, and if the whole point of Minor Threat is just that moment, then going, hang on, we're going to need to do the guitar track again because it just got a little thin in this one section. <laughs> I mean... Right. Anybody who knows the band is going to be like, that's not fucking going to work. Right. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. So the whole idea of kind of creating feedback and and getting feedback, that's rough, man. It is. Yeah. And it was. And, you know, I don't play it much anymore. But I just. uh, That's not the right answer. Well, I mean, I, I ended up putting out another record, so I guess that says something. And I'm still pushing. But. Right. Yeah. I. I don't know. I'm kind of in. I'm kind of in a weird place right now in like, I want to keep creating, but I don't, I don't know where I'm going with things. If that makes sense. Like I, it's not a lack of passion. It's just like, I have that routine of like, this isn't going to make any sense, but I'm just going to push through it. Um, like you have the, like everybody's supportive around me, the, and like, but I used to have the job, and the uh, the routine and the thing and this and that and the other thing and like with that band breaking up as uh, awfully as it did and like playing the same two venues or whatever over you're smiling because you know it's true uh, every other like just and I I I play the chit chat. And I'm not shitting on them. I actually really like the Chichette. Yeah, but uh, I played upstairs there on well, Thursday now. I don't know when this is coming out. Right. But um, And I played to the other people that were there that were either playing or put the thing on. Right. You know? Right. I mean, it's Thursday. No one comes out on Thursday anyway. But, like, it's just that, like, when you get tired of just, here I am, and I've shouted out to Facebook a million times because that's the only place anybody looks at anything if they do anymore of like here it is this is happening it's a free show come have a drink and just say hi and like right. I'm playing music that you say that you like and then you know the, the same four people that are going to end up playing that show are there it's just it gets frustrating after a while you yeah, know well you have a lot of you got a lot of moving parts in that one I yeah. mean you got a lot of moving parts, and it's it's hard to identify. It would be difficult to tease that apart and and identify what the if there's a problem, what the actual problem with yeah. it is. Even if it's just everybody's really into fantasy football right now, and there was a game on Thursday, probably, night, right? Yeah. I mean, like it could be that, or they could all just hate you, right? You know what I mean? Like it yeah. could be. There's way too many things to be able to pull an emotional response out of it. But I totally get it. There, you're, you're still there. There's still just not. It's not what you want it to be, right? Why can't we just have a fantasy draft at your show and then get oh, those yeah, people right? there? And they'd all just <laughs> yell at me for playing. <laughs> You're too loud. <laughs> it'll be a rock and roll fantasy draft. Wow. Yeah. Rock and roll. Oh, right. Rock and roll. You're fantasy the commissioner. I'm the, oh, no. Don't put that kind of shit on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. But, I mean, to pull, like I said, to pull, a, pull an emotional response out of that, you 
all you can say is it wasn't what you wanted it to be. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. We all know there's a lot of ways to approach this. Yeah. Right? But, so, can you identify it? Is it, is it, are you recording this stuff so that you can play it live? I'm, I'm recording it to record it. I'm recording it because I have, like, that song that I just played I haven't done yet. And, right. Uh, like, I have three or four, and I have, like, I don't know, nine or ten on a hard drive somewhere that are just sitting there because that's not accessed as much anymore. Yeah. But, like, I just, I do it because I feel compelled to get the shit down onto, well, get onto a hard drive. I, you can't say tape anymore. I thought you were going to say wax. Yeah. Well, I've never put out, I've never put out a record of my music, and I've always wanted to, and I don't know why, but it's too goddamn really, expensive really, to do it. We really need to solve that. Yeah, we right? Really Seriously. We've talked about this for a while. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, but to stay on the thread, okay. Sure. So if that's if that's the passion right there, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sound a little bit like a dick, but no, is, you, is there please. actually a problem? Like you're just making this great music, right. or or does this have to turn into money? Is that the no, problem? I don't give a shit about money. Okay, then, I don't right, care right, about right. money. But like yeah. the, I don't. It's 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 one thing to put music out in the world. And like, because that was a fucking great song. Thank you. I mean, I no, but I mean, like, let's just get this off the table. It's a great song. It was fun to listen to. I dug it from the beginning, just from my point of view. Yeah, it was about something. It was totally there. Fuck whether it's you know commercial or not. I don't, Who knows yeah. what that even means anymore? It doesn't right? mean anything anymore. Okay, so so let's just take that shit off the table. I mean, obviously, you're making stuff that people like to listen to. I hope you are. <laughs> okay. But then they're, they're, it, it sounds like you're running into the same thing a lot of people are doing, which is your, that, that in itself is not compelling enough for people to follow it around anymore, right. let alone get off their ass and you know, stop Netflix and chilling and go over to yeah. see something. Fair enough. You know? And right. so that's sort of another problem, but they're all sort of separate sol- things to solve. Well, I mean, it's, it's the problem's not you. You, know? you just... You gotta go uh, where where people like to go. You gotta go listen to yeah, where the people are who want to go and listen to music, whether right. they like it or not. They're yeah. out there going to see shows. Right. They're going, you know. Yeah, it's harder to find a venue uh, away from you know the center of the universe. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Haverhill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ground zero. I ground, thought Epping ground zero, zero sounds better. I thought yeah, Epping was the, the center of the universe. Well, it's the center of the universe the in New center? Hampshire. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. The center yeah. of the universe in Massachusetts, Massachusetts right? is uh, yeah. is Haver Hill. Is Haverhill. Yeah, I mean, they have a commuter rail station. There's, mm. so you know it's legit. You know, it's funny if you look at like uh, uh, I don't know if we're talking about this, but um, anyway, if you look at if you look at comedy, right? I mean, comedy went through a, a pretty serious. Uh, like sort of, I don't know, like wrinkle, like fold, yeah. and the way it, it was working, uh, maybe I don't know, twenty years ago, right? So you used to be able to go out for when when the, during that sort of Seinfeldy kind of comedy boom, mm-hmm. every fucking restaurant had like a comedy night, you know, and you'd go and there'd be some guy who's wearing a t shirt and a and a jacket over the top, and you'd be like, what's wrong with that? And yeah. it was really, really, it, but it but. What? The deal with well, well, that's the thing. It was like Seinfeld just sort of right. owned it. Sure, but but it, then, well, I'm the dirty version of that. I haven't worn a jacket yeah. since. So be <laughs> Ruined it for me. I mean, so the thing was, it what happened was there was a way to do comedy. Yeah, right. And so then you look at like uh, who's uh, with the the long hair and the ah, Bobcat yeah, K- no. Kinnison Kinnison, right? Kinnison. So. Uh, 
Oh, sorry, my my voice is shot, so I couldn't yeah, get my kinnison sound. It, it didn't come like out. Bobcats. Ah, it was yeah. terrible. I can't scream today. Anyway, um, but yeah, so you look at like kinnison and had nothing to do at all with anything at all maybe except for what's his face with the uh with the with the with the cigarette um Andrew Dex Clay Yeah, Clay. Ah, so nice. Nailed nailed Clay's Clay. Yeah. So those guys were, you know, to sort of but you couldn't just do a dice clay at like, you know, the Exeter Tavern. Sure. It just wasn't going to work. Actually, no. I think he's playing there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you Dice see what apparently I'm is still doing pretty well. I yeah. guess, yeah, he's got like a, a show, or he's still and he's still doing stand up. I don't know. Well, but do you see uh, the he's thing? He's not just <laughs> living off the royalties from what was no, that? No, no, no. He's he's got like a yeah, Harley Davidson in the yeah. Marlboro Man, right? <laughs> well, but um, oh, that guy made so much money. That guy made so much money, right? But the thing was, but to, to bring it around, so all of a sudden that shit went to shit. Yeah, and you know. It going, but it was really corny, right? What's the deal with stand up? It, it just didn't work anymore, right? Right. I blame and, Dane Cook. Well, <laughs> no, but I mean, no, but, but but the thing was, if you look at it from the audience's point of view, it was just super comforting to go out and see the thing, and you'd see three or four of them, and one of them would be so funny, you know, and and you know, in one night you'd see a bunch of comics, and that still happens, but. The bar when the bar just wasn't raised, it was just taken away. There was all of a sudden there's no real standard for doing this. It just went to shit for a while, right? Yeah. And then you saw, you know, these massive tours with, like you said, like Dane Cook, and there were comedies for like college kids, and there were collars, there were kings of, there, right. You know, right, right, yeah. right, and then <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Well, actually, stuff. you're you're kind of leading up to what I was getting at. Was oh, good. I think the solution. Yeah, I know it kind of goes on. <laughs> good. No, no, no. I just that I'm on the right track. <laughs> no, it's usually breaks, but bring, you know whatever. Call me out. I'm bringing the ruckus. No, you're no. You're, you're representing the audience. They're like, get to the fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody had to solve it. So what were the solutions? Solutions were to go to the internet. Yeah. Were to uh, do invent alt comedy. Not invent it, but sort of make alt comedy. Um, go into like the uh, the troops, right? So you have groups coming back all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, where it's past the groundlings and things like that. Um, you see YouTube comedy skit things, you see like Funny or Die, that kind of thing. You see comedians in movies kind of going as groups into movies. So you see the whole like, uh, look at Will Ferrell and all the guys that Steve he always shows Carell, up with. Yeah, exactly, like right? You look at doing the, serious right? roles now. You look at the Daily Show, right? Where again, what I'm saying is they started to clump together, right, yeah. and work as an, in like collectives, right? And then, like you said, you got the blue collar comedy tour, you got the kings of comedy, you got whole comedians going. Fuck! If there's nowhere to play, let's just fucking go play. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get together, and we have enough people. If I don't have it by myself, I think that's starting to happen now. A little bit with music. It's kind of in the middle of the explosion part where you can flip on YouTube and see some unbelievably gorgeous looking young human like singing through auto tune, staring into the camera in the middle of their, you know, bedroom doing a mashup between, you know, the fucking, what are the chain smokers and, and, and Coldplay or something right. and singing like this and playing the thing and they hit their little drum machine and you see like, 750,000 views, right? Yeah. So, but is it because uh, sorry to get you off No, track, go ahead. But is it because she that, was Asian? 
well, that too. Yeah. Is maybe. it because she's Asian, or is it because I want to hear Coldplay and yes. whatever mashup? So yes. that's what I'm going to search for, and this person just happened to be first. Yeah, but once you see, no, because that uh, that definitely gets ten thousand views. But I'm saying no. I'm saying what's happening is those people are building their. After that, they'll go. Well, what else are you doing? What else are you doing? Right. Yeah. So it's sort of like um, some people used to just listen to WBCN and yeah. that would be my station. That's you know, it. And you're yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean. And so that's gone, right? So now you have these couple of YouTube channels you're going to watch if you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might listen to Spotify or whatever, but it's prob- especially younger people are going to gravitate to that same those same bookmarks over and over again. But what I'm getting at is those people are starting to get together as YouTube stars and go on the road together as groups yeah. of YouTube stars, right? YouTube so, stars. I think what's happening is you you see people going if instead of letting the standard exist where we're going to get a band, or I'm going to write some songs, yeah. we're going to get a band. We're going to play Tuesday night open mic. Right. We're going to get a Thursday opener. We're going to get a Friday opener. We're going to get a Thursday headliner. We're going to make ever-widening circles. And then once we're regional, we'll see if we can get a record deal. None of that stuff exists anymore. There isn't even a record deal. So I don't think that means people don't want to hear music. I just don't think they're used to the idea of going to a bar on Friday night to see rock and roll anymore. You know, right. you have to actually sit next to somebody else. You can't just, yeah. you know, do well, it. they're going to sit next to somebody, but look at their phone the whole time anyway. Well, yeah. But is or, or or try to get late. But do I people, mean, that's the other thing they're going out. Just but get, the people that late. do go out. Yeah. Do they give a shit about original bands anymore? Is it mostly just I want to go like it's other musicians. Is it is it just for the people in the band or is it for like. I know this band because they do covers of music that I like. Like I'm really oh, into Tom Petty, so they yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but uh, that's totally. All, I am putting it on the musicians. That's totally fucking the musicians' problem. If, if go back to comedy, none of this matters if you're not funny, hmm. right? And there are a lot of people who play music who just are okay, and right. the, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm, go ahead. I'm not saying sure. don't do it, but I'm saying if you're if you're if you're if you're Night uh, on Friday night is made up of pretty good, pretty much sucks, pretty good, but I really don't like that kind of music and that band I like. It's not a fun night. And, you you know, I forget who it was uh, who was on the podcast who was saying, yeah, that's when they show up at like, you know, like, what time are you playing? You go 1015. They show up at like 1010, you know, Yeah. Yeah. which breaks up. That makes it rough on the on the on the bar or the club as well. Yeah. So I'm saying, so where else are you going to play? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. why, why are we still doing this? You know, not you, but I mean, no, everybody I seems to be the general you. I always find that if you get out of your comfort level, uh, it's better for yourself. And then somebody else like recognizes you that hasn't seen you before. Yeah. You, right. know? Like you, you try not to rob a bank like in like the one horse town that you live in because <laughs> chances right. are everybody's going to see you leaving. Right. Yeah. But that's exactly what hopefully I mean, that's what Briggs and I were trying to do with this podcast. It's like you're doing it right now. Yeah. People are listening to your music right. who wouldn't normally listen to your music. They're going to listen to it. Book this guy. Well, no, but I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> book him them, book them where? so bad at booking shows. No, but I'm saying where you want to, where, where is even, yeah. So rather but, than looking at it that way, I mean, if that original thing was, hey, man, listen to my song, yeah. it's happening right now, right? Yeah, that's right. fair. You know? Yeah. It's, I, I just want, I'm not, I don't, give a shit about the money right i the most comfortable place i can be is on stage 
which sounds really weird, but I, I just, if I have a guitar and a microphone in front of me, I'm fine. And I know when I screw up, and I make the face that everybody makes when they screw up, either to myself or to somebody else, <laughs> and nobody else knows. Because like, I played that song uh, on the, the, the last show I did, and I know everything I did wrong. Like, I screwed up the loop. I ended up. Oh, you, you mean you're, you're keeping track of the yeah, mistake like, you're making? Yeah, yeah. But uh, most and, musicians. But like, and then somebody comes up to you and goes, "Hey, you know, good job with that. I really like that new song." It's like, "Oh, you like the really shitty version of the new song that I just wrote." <laughs> well, I mean, but that's thank just, you. Well, sort I mean, of welcome to being a musician, right? Yeah. I mean, that's or it's, an artist. It's feedback. It's probably yeah. the yeah, only yeah, version, still, right? Right. I mean, don't, don't throw that feedback away. No, right? yeah, no, absolutely right. not. But yeah. like, yeah, I I do this to put it down so somebody hears it. My my biggest like for posterity. Yeah, my biggest like success, quote unquote, is I got a song on the college radio station that I worked in when I was in college after right. I left. Right. Like, okay, cool, cool. You know, it. Thanks for putting that on there. Yeah, that's all. Uh, yeah, I, I think just the, I feel like the podcast thing is uh, is a uh, is an artifact of what we're talking about. Yeah, it's like I don't want to listen to somebody read scripted answers to scripted questions right i don't think that um just because someone's a musician that they should just shut the fuck up and sing their song and dance for me exactly i feel like all those things come together the problem with podcasting i've heard that more than once but just Uh, although some of them probably should well i mean if that's their plan (laughs) right if that's the plan in the first place right is to show off you're pretty and you can sing but don't talk just just no just play the thing that you're here for (laughs) Well, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm going to defend that, but anyway, that's fine. Um, no, but the, but, but, but the feel of it is inauthentic. Uh, the feel of of your typical broadcast interview is pretty inauthentic. Yeah, it is right. And so, uh, you know, there'll be a new movie coming out, and they'll do that press junket where they just sit in that little corner of a room with a couple of blankets on the wall, and like every six and a minutes, poster, somebody right, new someone comes, comes in. Yeah. But then when they're done, they'll go over and get on the Nerdist and talk for an hour with yeah. Hardwick, right? Right. And that is what I want to hear. Right on. So there's a jump now with podcasting where uh, you can't play, uh, you know, whatever. You could get Pink on this podcast, and sure. she can't sing her, her new song. Right. Because she doesn't own her new song, and, and the publishing is not there and they're not clearing that song for us i took that a completely different direction no listen to what i'm saying and so no i mean the way the old music uh valuation system works this doesn't work that's why you can't people can't play songs on podcasts that's why we can't just rip into iron man right now because they'll pull they'll have to pull the podcast down right so don't do it i won't (laughs) so i put the guitar down so (laughs) so what's the challenge the challenge is i still want to have music on yep. podcasts. I want to hear music on podcasts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So where can you go? One, you can go to people who are 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 handling their own publishing or handling that's one way to look at it. But another thing you can do is listen to the fucking song before it's fed into the the Walmart system. Yeah. So anybody can get onto a podcast and play something new. Coldplay can come on right now and play something maybe or not, depends on their deal. Yeah. Sometimes the deal is is everything you write in per you know at all in this time period? Those kind of bit. Well, then fuck no. Get the fuck off my podcast. Right. Like if you can't even control <laughs> your own fucking music, yeah. peace then, out. Yeah, you, you're kind of missing the point. Now, not that fucking Coldplay cares, right? But 
you can they see should. what I'm getting at. Well, no, because <laughs> I, I, it's funny. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Yeah, I'm I'm contradicting myself. But I mean, on, like, I think they pi- should fucking care. Yes, they should. They should. Pink's got to have better lawyers, man. Right? She's got to know this shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, you know, the argument is that that's how they make all their money is by selling feeding it. into a giant. Yeah, by selling it, and that's not a bad thing. It's just it's you can. I would do it, it given yeah. the chance. But right. do they anymore? <laughs> is it? Does anybody is anybody making money recording music yeah. and putting it out there? Anymore? Yeah, there's there's there are a couple of levels of that. But if you mean decent money, sort of like um, you're not talking about an artist that's touring. But it's not it's not records anymore. Like it's yeah, it's there, it's that single that they put out. Right, not record records. Right, right. It's a single. Yeah, but the, the singles can singles can generate cash, but they don't generate cash. The way they used to. They generate cash by being placed in commercials and things You're like that. You're not going to have a jet with your name on the yeah, side of no, it. Yeah, no. I never expect it. Well, but, you, but, but that can happen. Come on, happen. you got to dream big, man. <laughs> right. You want the jet. You just yeah. got to accept that you the probably can't jet. even get a jet up. I can't fly a jet anyway. What do I want a jet No, but for? That, that shit can happen. But I think the problem is that the newer artists are competing with what we'll call like grandfathered artists. Grandfathered artists would be artists that have the old deal were already famous as a result of the old deal and now can reap the reward. Like, like look at, um, what was uh, uh, Guns N' Roses was making, like somewhere between 2 and $10 million a show on this last tour, right? So oh, that's a grandfathered band. There, you can't that's what do that with a handful of grandfathers. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Man. We'll grandfathers. give you $10 million not to fuck this up. Right. <laughs> I heard they didn't get paid until the tour was over. I don't know. I haven't fact-checked that, but uh, I don't know. That kind of that would sense, make sense, right? yeah, to avoid meltdowns. Or yeah, well, I mean, a the, lot of money. So, yeah, so the money's out there. Well, put it this way: someone paid the money to see this, right? right. So, it's just there are a lot of ways to get to that point. You, you, you get the whole five seconds of summer kind of one of the what one of the best named bands ever, right? Because they're going to be famous for one summer, and you're never ever going to hear about them again. <laughs> it's just so cynically named, right? Right, right, but. They, that, those kinds of bands, somebody's making a lot of money, right? Right. So I think it's also possible to take a more DIY look at it. And those kind of things, you can make a lot of money. No shit. YouTube, some of the YouTube bands make decent cash. Yeah. They're not making a hundred grand each a year for 10 years. Right. But they could make a hundred grand for a year or two. Yeah, I think like uh, Arctic Monkeys got their big break because they played just all their stuff on youtube and then booked a show and like you know hundred thousand people showed up or something right well i mean this just happened to a relative of mine a sort of relative of mine my 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 stepbrother's kid um ended up just getting into this band by by sending them a a, they were they needed a bass player to do a tour and and he was a bass player so he sent them a a phone video of him doing it and they were like oh we love you can you do this right and he did it so he did like 20 shows with those guys, um, and they were part of a, a group of YouTube uh, people who went out, and uh, they, they did really well. I mean, they, they made plenty of cash. They kept the uh, video diary of the whole thing. It just They were fucking filling places. They were doing really well with maybe 2,500 seaters, 1,200 to 2,500 seaters. Not just the band. This is a group. It's sort of like a, a rolling tour, right, with these okay. four... Four, uh, four acts, sure. and they did really well, man. And so when they get done, all of a sudden, the kid who's, um, you know, who's sort of in charge of the, uh, the videos and and getting then the the website and you know they have a Patreon and they have all this kind of shit, right? right? But yeah. 
Akita's in charge of that, people are starting to come to him and saying, will you guys cover my song? And he'll say, yeah, give me 700 bucks. And then they'll record that song. And they don't oh, do it wow. like like on a on you know they're not going to a studio they're not yeah. going over to Bob's they're yeah. just doing it like anybody they're doing it like in the in the living room you know right. but it's a video right and so uh-huh. it goes up on their site and and there's 700 bucks so they do that you know 5 or 10 times and they got 7 grand right, right. But what happens is that itself spirals out to more people wanting to come out to their shows more people watching their YouTube videos. And these guys have like 200 YouTube videos, right? So if yeah. even if each one is making 500 bucks a year, you're talking about whatever that is, 50 grand, right? So yeah. did I just do that right? Uh, no, 100 grand. I so, wasn't good at math. Yeah, the bottom line is that's a lot of fucking money. I mean, even if you're splitting it with three people, that's still 30 grand. But it's because it's all already done stuff. It's like royalties, yeah. right? And so... And not to be callous about that amount of money, that's a lot of money, 30 grand. But the, real is, the, the reality is, in music, for people who don't know, people who are musicians are, are all self-employed. So when you make $30,000, you're going to keep about 15 of it. Right. And so realistically, you say, oh, they made $100,000. There's three of them. They split it three ways. Each of them takes down 15 grand by the time they've you know, paid their taxes on it and they've paid you know, all the shit. And, right. Um, so anyway, the point being is it's not something they're going to make a living doing by just sitting at home making videos, but it's enough to to keep the whole thing moving forward. Then they're playing shows. Then it is. None of this shit even existed. That's the funny thing. Like 10 years ago, yeah. this concept right. didn't exist. So the one thing that's still the same is the fucking music. Yeah, that's fair. It just feels like the, the old school just kind of old school bus just kind of took off. Right. But and now is it is it the you said earlier like the the new is competing with the old money wise right, I guess right right but is it the new competing with the old or is the new competing with the vastness of the new the fact that it's right. like I can slap my phone down on that table I could have recorded that song yep thrown it on YouTube yes you could have. if I do another one I throw that up there too you're, and, you're, like you're actually kind of doing it right uh, now well, yeah, right. But, you know <laughs> yeah I yeah. I know what you're saying yeah. but yeah. But like, it, this is the well. There you go. This is the behind the scenes of that podcast that I just did. This is what the room looks like. Yeah, you, you know, could do that. Yeah, right. So, but I kind of lost my point. But like, is is that competing with then like the hundred thousand other people that are trying to do that? Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like anything with technology and like, you know, it's, yeah, it it's. Uh, exponential it keeps growing and then there's it's a new frontier so it's like all right we're we gonna regulate this uh, and try and like work the system or are we right. just gonna like wait five minutes think of the next thing right and capitalize on that and right. whatever happened 10 minutes ago was like oh that's old yeah. hat sure I saw oh, that. you're you're into that speculate yeah. on it yeah, right. yeah. That's- well it's hard because you, you you reap the benefit and then you take the punishment right so the 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 benefit is you can with you know maybe a thousand dollars worth of equipment record a very very good sounding album yeah which just didn't exist 20 years ago right Mm. on the downside is that everyone can do that yeah right exactly so it's it it still comes down to the same thing people who look fucking fantastic are going to be probably the first noticed that's like number one right so just looking great is mm-hmm. three quarters of the the business right there. Right, so 
Liposuction, yeah. right. plastic <laughs> surgery. Right. That's why there's no video w- component to this podcast. <laughs> a wig. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I, I, I don't speak for Duncan. He's no, you in do fantastic not. Fantastic shape. No, yes. it's better than that. Excellent looking man. It's way more than that. <laughs> Fucking world class. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and so then the next step is you got to be able to do what you're going to do, right? But then after that, Barring you know luck and bullshit like that, it's it's going to be the people who don't stop doing it. Yeah. I mean that's like way 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 underlooked. That's like the Bruce Springsteen thing, right? It's the like we weren't the best band; we yeah. were just the ones who just had didn't the stop. Most stamina, yeah. It, who apparently doesn't yeah, give because a shit anymore and is doing like four hour concerts. He's yeah, been he doing that forever. Has he for a while? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's always done he's long a beast. ones, but he's, I, he's doing really long. Yeah, like I guess them, the, the them new tour. Funk. He's just like, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We went to see P Funk uh, a couple of years ago in in Providence, and they had two actual drummers. Because awesome. one drummer was just not going to make it night after night after night after night oh, after night. Yeah. He would do the, beat, the the meat of it, and then he'd take he had a he'd get a break so he could finish it. Yeah, like a relief pitcher. Or yeah, something. he did. Well, one of the other guys in the band would play the drums for a little while, and then it's when uh, everybody hides under the stage and the guitar player just some, does some mad solo. Yeah, they go yeah. full maggot brain. Yeah. yeah, and then when they came out to start doing encores, at, at, at some point, like. I, someone else played the drums for a little while during oh, the encores. Damn. The very last one, the big guy came back out again. But yeah. you realize, because he's just smashing it right. for like two and a half hours or whatever, and it, it's night after night after night. I'm sure you could yeah. do a couple of nights, but they were just doing this long tour. And you go, there's no way at some point something's going to fall off, you know? So, because yeah. he was not, he wasn't like, <laughs> he I wasn't finger. doing it. I got stuff <laughs> falling off and I haven't yeah. been touring. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> people don't get it until you try to play the, play, you actually play the drums yourself. You don't get how fucking physical it is. That's why I'm yeah. in such great shape. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I didn't play drums and have to like move them afterwards Whoa. or before. Dude, it I'd would, be fat. It'd be bad, fat situation. <laughs> It'd be horrible. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I, we could go on, but I, I, I really do. <laughs> I don't know if you know those people. <laughs> Very strong wrists, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feedback. <laughs> you might want to eat less. <laughs> I don't want to sound like an asshole. <laughs> I'm totally staying out of this. <laughs> So, but to put it to bed, the fucking music's there. You got all this shit. I, I mean, I feel like not stopping means you just keep on going, and then all of a sudden, you know, the metaphorical whatever fucking train comes along beside you, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And you just jump on the train. You're the one who's who's, who's doing it. You're the one who's there at the right yeah. time. But but the it is you got to keep writing and you got to keep recording and you know. And I think everybody I know who's been successful is still doing that shit. It's funny. I saw like um something on Kobe where Kobe's like, you know, Kobe Bryant is a, uh, is like uh he's a basketball know. player. Yes, he's a basketball. <laughs> Sorry guys. Yeah. Where it's like 2 a.m., you know, and he's like I didn't get my workout in and I'm going to go down to the hotel fucking thing and get a workout. And was or, this in or Colorado? In well, I mean the Jesus. idea is it, no, but I mean seriously, it's Too like soon. just Sorry. Con- <laughs> ouch. Uh, con- but just constant. This is somebody who doesn't have to do it anymore, right. and he's totally doing it. You know, yeah. and the same thing happens with a lot of musicians. I mean, look at I mean, fucking Bonnie Raitt's touring now. You're like, wow. damn man, like wow. this woman does not have to do this, right? Yeah. 
and there she is doing it. You know, it, and it's not because she needs more money or whatever. Right. It's just that's what you want to do. It. Yeah, they just do. Gotta get out there and do it. Yeah, I did a uh, uh, I did a, a session forever ago for a woman. There's a guy named uh, Jerry Murata, uh produced it, and he's a, a relatively well known drummer at the time. And he played with like Peter Gabriel and all these guys. And it was funny because we were there all day. Like got in early. It was out in uh, Woodstock, New York, and we were in a studio. And you know we're just fucking not used to this, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm sideman for this other woman's, you know, a record. And it's like you know whatever, eleven at night, and we're just shot. You know, we went through like coffee, and then you know playing at lunch, uh-huh. and playing and some beers, and then dinner, and then playing, and then some more beers and playing, and then it's like eleven. You know, and you just want to just fucking stop at that point because we were doing daytime sessions. Yeah. And so we were held it up, and we were there for like oh two weeks, and uh, and we get done, and Jerry's like, and now it's like midnight or whatever, and he's like, all right, cool, well, well, I'm out of here. Like we're all staying right there. Yeah. Like where are you going? He's going, going to fucking play. Like, duh. Yeah. He's like, you're coming, right? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm tired. This is I'm, <laughs> this is literally like 18 years ago. I mean, this is a long time ago. I'm I would no fucking way. That would come out of my mouth today. Right. Today I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah let's where go. are we going? Right yes, now. right now." Yep. But he found some club and and went to play the drums, you know, and just sat in with somebody and that kind of thing. You know, that was a real lesson, you yeah. know, coming away from that for me, which is you just do it yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, I used to be like, there was a there was a stint where I I wasn't really working, and that's how I ended up doing the first record, and like I'd go to that open mic at the chit chat every Tuesday and it got to the point where I was off the stage twice and that's just because some new guy showed up and I didn't know what he was doing but it'd always be like hey come play drums hey come play bass hey come play guitar like it I need you for and it was just like this that's that's what I need like that's what I want in my life and it just it's it's weird to see the kind of like I don't know if it's like I'm getting older or whatever it is, but it's just like this downturn. Like I ended up running one for a while and I, yeah, it was fun for the first like three months and then people stopped showing up. Right. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Like what, is it just because it's so, what happened? Is it just cause like, what are you having? What what happened is, um, is it, is it just cause it's every week? Is it just cause it's so like, uh, I'll go next week. You know, because this is a thing that's always happening. I think I it mean, just comes certain. down to sorry that no, the pe- people are lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people I'm, are weak. I'm starting to think I'm going to come across as like this whiny asshole on this thing, but it's just you're I just not. Don't you're not. We can fix that. I, just, I would no, no. say yeah. whiny prick. Okay, no. that's okay. fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's good constructive criticism, and I appreciate it. <laughs> it's feedback. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, no some of that's true, though, right? Like, if if something happens every week and you know it's going to happen, it's easy to bail on it rather than if it's like one time only, Darren right. Hall, yeah. the open mic. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Maybe it's like I... the same reason people don't go to like the tourist attractions in their own town or whatever. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, because like it's always there. Yeah. I can go whenever I want to. That makes sense. Well, let me throw another thing. Please. E- everybody's finding the same thing, which is that they end up playing for themselves. You know, you're yeah. playing for the other open micers, right? And they're responding the same way you are, maybe, to just less of an audience. Less of an audience, people coming out. I mean, certainly college students aren't like, oh, it's fucking Friday. Who are we going to see? It's just that doesn't come out of college students' faces. Yeah. 
I want to go get fucked up, and what bar can we do that? Well, in it's that more about I can get it's away more with about me. Home. If I'm a if I'm a college kid, I'm not really like, oh, I can't wait to see that fucking band that played the freshman twenty years ago. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna be. Oh or, yeah, or, those guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was that the with, Verve or was that the Verve no, pipe? Or the Verve that? pipe. Yeah, the, oh, the Verve was. Yeah. Was that a bittersweet yeah, symphony? Yeah, yeah, that they okay. didn't make any money on because they stole like a ro- or they sampled well, they the stole, Rolling yeah. Stones yeah, record, Rolling or something. Stones ah. and they're like, "We're taking this now. Yeah. That's ours." Yeah. Which probably should have happened because it was a Rolling Stones, right? Record. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. But, right. <laughs> uh, no, but the point being that, like, that's not the thing. The on Friday night, it's me. What am I doing if I'm a college student? Now? It's yeah. just, it's not, and again, I'm not calling it out. It's not a bad thing if that's no, if that's what all. you can do then that's what you can do right and it is on the entertainer to be entertaining yeah but i would i hate to say it but it just feels like um like music is doing a a, a weird sort of wave version of what happened when nirvana came along and just chat fucking metal hair metal out the back of the bus like yeah. in a month later you look at cinderella or poison, and you're like, oh my god, why are those guys dressed like that? It only to, and like two months before, you were like, yeah, well, you bought all those woo, leather pants, pie, you just can't, right, you, know, you gotta wear to them, trim off all nah. the fringe. No, but it was like, bam, right? I think it's happening a different way, but I don't, I don't know that the why is why are fucking songs three minutes long anymore? Yeah. There's no... Because no one listens to the radio. No, no. That's what I mean. So since nobody fucking listens to the radio, why are they fucking... Songs, yeah. I know. It yeah. doesn't matter it doesn't anymore. Matter. There are no commercials, so it doesn't matter. But right? people also have the attention span of a squirrel when they're right? watching YouTube and being like, all right, I've seen this. So maybe songs need to be 20 seconds long for those people. Works for me. See? I've done it. But this I mean, album has 300 songs. I guarantee yeah. you. And when, it's 12 minutes long. I, I guarantee you when, you know, Sex Pistols in in uh, in Britain and then, you know, whoever with the really, really early, like the pre-Black Flags and shit and, yeah. and, and pre-Red Cross and all that shit in, in uh, you know, in L.A., all those really earliest versions of what we will call maybe punk bands or something like that, uh-huh. um, super aggressively anti-rock bands. They were just not even a thing. They're not take not only are they not taken seriously, but they're yeah. just people just can't even be disdainful for them. They're just running <laughs> away from this, right? Yeah. But then it becomes the norm very quickly afterwards. And those are bands that were playing, you know, fucking minute and a half long sure. songs because why do you need to play any longer, right? Right. Maybe we got our point across. Yeah, but then but who are you but there's still people today uh who are listening to Rush and Yes and you know and and you know very long songs too and very con- concert like songs. Yeah. You got people listening to Jeff Beck and uh fucking who's a better example not not Ying Vey, but like there are people who will just listen because it's you know Eric Johnson, right? Like these great sort of guitar player types, right? Um, then there's people who are still listening to fucking Dylan, who you know, sure. who, who, someone who's playing in tune is arguing isn't playing. So, <laughs> I feel like as long as it's super authentic, it's not trying to be part of the scene. Yeah. Right. Then what the fuck? Who cares how long the song is? Exactly. Who cares what the song's about, man? You yeah. know. I, I don't care. I don't. Yeah. And it's funny. You look at like Kendrick and Thundercat, like fucking Thundercat. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know if you guys know who I'm talking about, but it's I have like no idea. Yeah, oh, so, Thundercat's awesome. Yeah. So Kendrick's yeah. an example. Right. You guys probably know who that is. And then like nope. uh, Thundercat's like part of the part of the the whole Flying Lotus thing, brain feeder and shit. This is a guy who's who's Oof. sitting on 
like um, post rap, you know, not say post rap, like post hip hop, right? And kind of mixing in all these ideas, and then this, then this fucking guy comes along with a fucking I don't know, like six string bass or whatever you know he's using and playing all these chords and like they're all heavy fucking Berkeley chords and shit, <laughs> and people are totally just listening to it. Yeah. They're not going, oh, it sounds like Steely Dan or, or any of that shit, right? <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like Steely Dan. No, I know. Well. that's No, because no, but you hit it. That's what my point is that it right. just feels fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares awesome. whether it's a six string. They don't care about that shit because he's not doing it so he can have two more strings than the other bass player. He's doing it because that's what he's playing, right? Right. So fucking cool and authentic. And half the songs sweet. are about his like actual cat. I know. <laughs> fucked up. And then the next album's like different, right? And yeah. so Oh, he's great. Thundercat's great. Yeah. I just I think that's the word. I think it's the word authentic. Okay. You know? That's fair. And so yeah. I think when you go to an open mic, uh-huh. I think maybe could you look at it that way? I don't know. I did I've been to some of those open mics. I've seen some of them. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if someone gets up, well, you know what it's like. If you go to an open mic, uh, certainly an open mic around here for people who are listening. Are you? It's usually one person who's going to get up, maybe two people, and they're going to sing their songs. You one or two, three songs. You right? get like fifteen minutes, right? Singing. And a lot of them are just going to sing covers. They're just going to sing, you know, yeah, fucking song about their cats and plants or whatever, going down the river and talking to their plant. father, right? You know, yeah. but or every now and then someone will sing something that you just know they love, and yeah. it may be even so fucked up, like uh, the wrong kind of genre. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, someone will come up right. and sing something that's really sweet and folky uh-huh. and you're at the chit chat, which is like a fucking rock club yeah, like, lounge thing, you know? Yeah. And everyone will just be like, that was perfect. Right. Yeah. When it's good, it's good. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I mean. And and even then, but even then, maybe some maybe they're a little out of tune or they're not that good, but they're so like into it. The, Somehow, yeah. It's, yeah, if it's it awesome. Yeah. 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 They'd be like. There'd be a, that 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 kind of thing of like I'm gonna play the the same three covers that everybody plays over and over and over again, and then like one guy will come up with a national like the giant steel guitar, right, and just start stomping the shit out of the stage. Yeah, to you're and killing me. I just want to hear it now. Shaking oh, the room, Paul, yeah, Paul Peru. And, yeah, that's exactly who I'm referencing. Yeah. Um, and like it's. There's no time to it at all. Right. And it doesn't matter because it's so good. And it's like from 1930, whatever. I just got it back from the shop. And yeah. It's 1929 National. Right. So good. (laughs) And it just, the room just shuts off. And everybody, like, drinks get put down. Everybody shuts the fuck up. And this thing is happening on stage. And everybody is experiencing this one thing for that 10 or 15 minutes. And then it all just goes back to whatever it was beforehand. So magical, right? It's fantastic. It's so, so good. So if I'm going to these things, if I'm not a musician, I'm just some you know dude who's like, oh, cool, it's some music. You know, I'm gonna go to this open mic, and then the next guy gets up and you know sings uh, closing time. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh Jesus! Well, I'm done with this. You know, right. like so. I think that can be the problem too with those kinds of things where. Someone who doesn't, it doesn't have that beautiful, authentic moment is going to be like, well, I'm going to play Closing Time next time, too, because everybody likes Closing that, Time. That was, right. So that was my first open mic experience. So <laughs> Playing uh, Closing Time? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, I played a song called St. James Infirmary, and it's just like a blue standard whatever. And it's like 
12 minutes long, and people usually pick like three verses and just push it out. Didn't Steely Dan cover that? Did anyway. they do it? I, I hope know, so. Gonna, That'd be fantastic. <laughs> so I, I get up for the first open mic that I ever do down here. Uh, I moved in like... It doesn't matter. Um, and I, I do you know two new songs to me, and then I do this, and it's just me and an acoustic, and I don't have my loop pedal yet, and I'm just doing the thing. And then I hang out because I've just met Bob Beal and I've just met Glenn Barraby and I, I probably just met Eric Froberg and you know these people that are now like fucking staples in my life um, and then at the end of the night one kid gets up with a band of like just the random people that are in the room and fucking plays St. James Infirmary and that is the only song he plays and he gets off stage Oh, and you hadn't gone yet? <laughs> no, I had already gone. Oh, yeah. That was like, he was like, oh, sorry. Right. You know? Right. Like, just a lot of this. Right. A lot of fingers, just right. like, you know? The middle fingers. Yeah. yeah. Just a lot of birds of like, you know? And, it, and that, that kind of set a tone for me of like, oh, all right. Did you, did you punch him afterwards? No. Nah. Nah, it's not. It's not. It was fine. He like just it, toughed up a little, yeah. But yeah. It, and I think yeah. it was just one of those like, oh, I can do that song better, so I'm gonna do it, you know, because yeah. it's an open mic and you know whatever. Yeah. And I, it, it, did they, was he gonna play Cortez the Killer and Down by the River after? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because that's the. It wasn't even the end of the night. That's the only song he played. It was well, just, okay, and it was like, from from the audience's point of view. Wait, kind, we were kind, just talking kind, about twenty-minute songs, right? Right, yeah. kind of badass, yeah. right? Right, yeah, right. kind of badass. Yeah, it's kind like, of. A, hey, did you see that dude? He just came up and totally, like, totally bag slashed that kid in the first. Set. Yeah, seriously. that was kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> was it? Was it like that? Though, it totally or, was. No, he was yeah. like, he was like, because oh, afterward, he one. just kind of looks at me and kind of shrugs, like, yeah, you know. But he had to play. He hadn't also planned to do that song. No, I don't think so. I don't think that that was the case. I think it was just like, oh, I know that song at a party with the same outfit. I know. Up there and was like, this is an amazing coincidence yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> the one song that i know you know yeah no it's just like and it, I, i'm sure i'm like totally exaggerating everything in my head but it's it's almost that like i know i know more people here this is my room how dare you play that song so i'm gonna play it now and i'm gonna fucking stare at you the whole time while i play it you, to you go may, like you, you may know where i'm going with this one please but carry on duet next next week <laughs> next <laughs> you're, you're 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 the one who who fucking got up there yeah. sang the fucking song Which is fu- and yeah. so you know what that guy can do he can go fuck the fuck off i know he can fuck himself <laughs> nobody fucking yeah. cares about that dude he's an asshole and here's the thing everybody in the audience knows no one goes Oh, that guy's not being an asshole. I mean, right. no, they didn't notice. But if they did notice, yeah. it certainly doesn't look bad on you. Like, someone's going to be an asshole. Whatever. What's that guy doing now? I don't, beats the hell out of no, me. That we, no, I just set you up, right. man. You can be like, he became the lead singer of yeah. Coldplay. No. He's going to show up next week and play Darren's song from earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I'm playing your podcast yeah. song. Yeah. Remember you were on that song, that podcast, Muse podcast? There? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll I know that it now. I'm going to play it better than you. Right. I learned yeah. it as soon as you played it. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> I, I doubt he played it better than you. Aww. Aww. Oh, so sweet. Jesus. So sweet. Sensitive moments. Coming, man. Sensitive Boy. moments. Uh, where is this going? Uh, so sad. <laughs> where, where do you want it to go? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, I knew it was that kind of party. Let's move it. I want to know. Why is Jack twitching? 
how this fucking thing exactly. I want to know how this started for you. So when did when did you actually start playing music? Uh, eight or nine, somewhere in there, I started playing guitar. Um, I remember going up. I remember sitting in my living room and watching. Uh, Motley Crue. Yes. No. It was the. It was PBS, and it was the tribute to Stevie Ray Vaughan. And I don't, it was I don't it was probably a rerun by that time, but like I just remember watching it, and I remember seeing like BB King and his brother and Buddy Guy and BB King's brother. Yes, uh, no Stevie Ray Vaughan's brother. What the oh. hell's his name? That's gonna bother me now. Jimmy Jimmy, right? Jimmy Vaughan. Jimmy yeah, uh, I I just picture somebody in their car just shouting at me right now. Because um, that's what I, I do when pic- I listen to I just, podcasts. I just pictured Froberg running the Rolodex. Yeah, right. Damn. And I remember seeing the. I'm going to say left hand, but the neck hand, and looking at the frets and not knowing what that was because I'm eight or nine and I don't know what that is, but just being fascinated with it. And I remember looking at my mom and being like, "I, I want to know what that is. Whatever they are doing, I want to know that." I want to know what that is. I want you to show me. (laughs) Yeah. And so they got me like this shitty Memphis guitar that's like a... It was a a Strat copy and it even had like the the little switch to to switch the humbucker to a single coil and like it had that like that Jackson headstock like that big sharp... Pointy. It was a pointy one. Yeah, it was super pointy. I remember the Memphis... And somebody actually, and it turns out, uh, somebody I went to grade school with had turned that guitar into Daddy's Junkie Music. The oh, I miss Daddy's, um, and I never Classic. thought I, I never thought I'd ever say that. Right? But, no one uh, ever thought they would say it, but, but everyone says it now. But then Guitar Center took over, and now it's a shit show. Um, so, uh, yeah, I brought it in. He's like, "Oh, that was my guitar," and he had like painted over the Memphis in black because it was a black headstock, and I remember chipping it off. Um, to re-display the Memphis yeah, logo. I, yeah, there you it is. You can't keep Memphis down. No you way. So Don't that's, mess with Memphis. That's and then the I, just, I just started taking lessons from there. And do, you, do you still have the guitar? I don't. I wish I did. Ooh. And I'm looking on eBay. If it's out there, guys. Memphis. Yeah. No, I traded it in. Get in touch with us. No, I traded... <laughs> yeah. If anybody has a black... What's the serial number? An all-black Memphis. Um, well, humbucker, single coil, single coil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, no, I traded it in because when I was in, I don't know, middle school or something, my parents were like, hey, you're still doing this and you're getting decent at it, so we're going to buy you a new guitar. And I got like a Epiphone Les Paul that was, nice. yeah, that was my baby for a long time and then the headstock broke. Oh no. <laughs> it broke right off the neck, like, yeah. You shredded too hard? No, it was just sitting in the stand because it was... A Les Paul, and that's what happened. And, and wait, it was just <laughs> sitting there, and yeah. it just broke. <laughs> Osteoporosis. There's, there's, Sorry, oh I God. can't get over it. I'm picturing Darren shredding so hard that I pull. Yeah, that's awesome, headstock. right? I pull the headstock off. off. It just breaks off. Just yeah, no, that's what I'm doing. Around folks, by the strings, you, gotta, you shredded way too hard. Yeah. I've seen it before. <laughs> Trying to do like a two full step bend or something. Yeah, exactly. And the head just snaps on It'll the first awesome. fret. Like I'm just taking all yeah. my yeah. It blasts right off. Right. Yeah. So, so, but, but, how did you get it? How you so you get a uh, you had lessons? Yes, I right? took lessons. But I mean, did you listen to? How did you listen to music in the beginning? Uh, you're like a listen to radio kid. No, I well, uh, no, not really. My dad listened to a lot of 
surf rock? Yeah. He was into the surf. Like Dick Dale old stuff? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ventures shit. and Dick Dale and all that. Did he get into the Rockabilly too? Or is Not, just surf? No. Right. He, okay. he was more into like Elvis too. Like, well, yeah. yeah see? Yeah, go down there. My yeah. dad's in his 70s, so it was like yeah. the, the, the 50s stuff. Oh, hi, Jack. Uh, <laughs> he was really, he was huge into that. Right. So that's kind of what got me rolling. That and blues. How would you listen to those? Were those like records and shit? Yeah, it was whatever tapes, like whatever my dad had floating yeah. around. But yeah, yeah. So Briggs went outside, and now the dog wants to go outside. Oh, too. is that what it is? Yeah, it's typical, oh, okay. typical dog. Thing. Right on. But we'll we'll <laughs> catch him in a second. Oh. So, so did you buy shit when you were start when you were young? Did you get? Uh, did, did, what was the first record you got or tape? The or whatever? first. <laughs> all right, the first tape I ever had. Yes, was crisscross. Okay, that, that happened. That was the so thing that sweet. happened. Nice. So I got crisscross on tape. Fucking sweet. Yeah, like the whole tape or oh, the yeah. single. No, the whole tape. I got the whole. Oh. Yeah, yeah. For people who know, you could used to be able to get cassette singles. Oh, and they didn't come in singles. Like a, yeah, because singles they didn't come in like a, a whole whole jewel case. They came yeah. in like the cardboard a, sleeve. Yeah, yep. the cardboard yeah. sleeve. Right, so it was cut down on production a little. It was a little different yeah. format looking, even though the cassettes looked exactly the same. Right, right. And yeah. so, but it was just shorter tape. Was just bullshit just that because. Song. Because it's the same cassette, so they could just put some fucking tape in it. But right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and they sold for less, right? So you yep. didn't get just get no. Briggs is coming back in. He he may he may be uh, interested in this. Oh, so I, you didn't just get the single no. of Red Cross's hit uh, Crisscross. Yeah. I no, know. I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I don't give a shit. How could it not be Red Cross with da- the K? Daddy Mac will make you jump. Cross. Jump. You wanted the crisscross. So that's yeah. actually that's pretty great. What man. was what was the B side to that? Uh, or was it just the same song no, on both got, sides? He got the whole, whole he got the whole record. Yeah, yeah whole I got the cassette. whole thing. I don't know what the B side was, but oh. yeah, it started with, with the first CD I ever got was much later, and it was REM's Monster. Right, and then I yeah I was kind that of was, into that. That was another one of every. That was like the, you know, I'm a different generation for us. It was like you everybody got Frampton Comes Alive, right? Yeah. But everybody, everybody got at least one REM record. Yeah, like you guys had to have an REM record. Yeah, you know? my generation, it was Dookie and right. Monster right. and like Pearl Jam 10. Right. And yeah, that's what everybody had. And then when you went to, when you went to college, you had to listen to the freshmen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and well, uh, and I, somebody I will s- wants to tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, luck- luckily... <laughs> See? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can name that song in one song. Yeah. So, um, that's yeah, that's one it. Note. That's all you need. One syllable, yeah, right? One syllable. Yeah. If it's any more than that, I'll throw bread at you. Yeah, we were talking about his... Uh, what? That was that was a great internet that was thing so that happened. That good. Um, we were yeah. talking about what you know we got what he got when he was a kid. He got yeah. Crisscross Chris, Chris Cross yeah, and tape. Daddy Mac will make you jump, yeah. jump, and so Mac will the Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. Mine, was, well. mine was Christopher Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Sailing. <laughs> Away. Yeah. That was good. That was some yacht rock right there. Yeah. I don't think it gets any more yachty. Yeah. yeah. Or any less rocky. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Christopher Cross. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely too smooth for my taste. <laughs> Like a little bit of grit and crunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I missed so, what you guys were talking about. Oh, first album. Yeah, just first album. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. So Criss Cross. Criss Cross huh? was Classic. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I used then to, REM changed your life. Uh, yeah. Some You started no, asking it, questions like, what's the frequency, What Kenneth? is the frequency, yeah. Kenneth? Um, no, the, the, the album that really changed it was Dookie. And mm. it was that and uh, Dude Ranch, Blink-182. Dude Ranch. Uh, Dude Ranch was... I had a... 
a friend is in, that before enema of the state yeah okay yeah that was i think their third record gotcha and like i remember a f- i'm meeting somebody in middle school he was a he had just moved from new york it was him and his brother and they were the same age and they were both in my class and were like, they twins no irish twins probably okay oh. um but <laughs> i don't i actually i don't know how that worked <laughs> i i I just don't. They One maybe of them some, never learned to read. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, I remember I figured out he played guitar and I played guitar. So obviously we were going to start a band. And oh, he left. I can't tell him my the first band name. Oh, well, sa- save the band name. Should I save tell the band the sto- name? No, tell okay. the story. Save the band name. So the uh, big reveal will come later. <laughs> yeah, this is, but te- yeah, this that, is the tease. The yeah, teaser. Oh, yeah, this yeah. <laughs> big we're, market we're do- tease. doing yeah. this one for Duncan, yeah. who loves the band name. He does love the band. I've got plenty for him. Cool. Um, but yeah, no. He, so you and, he and was like, Guy are playing guitar, yeah. and Guy's same age, non-twin brother. He is, was playing drums. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, So he, this is almost like Hanson. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. Uh, it's except, not as cute. Except in Jinkos. Um <laughs> Those were the times. But yeah, he was like, you need to hear this. And he gave me Dude Ranch. Dookie. Oh, Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch. And that was was kind of the end. The the beginning of the end. Or the beginning beginning of the the beginning. Gotcha. The end of the beginning. I don't know. Okay. But that's, yeah. Sure. That's kind of what. It was a momentous occasion for you. (laughs) Yes. Regardless of what you want to call it. It was the thing that happened that was like, that got me from playing surf rock and blues to like, oh, I can play punk music and that's rad. Right. And yeah, so you started on guitar, yes, but you play I, whatever you play bass I played, and drums, yeah, bass and drums, and it was more of they. W- I was in a. Oh, I wish I remember the name of that band. I was in a ska band in middle school, and they already had a guitar player. And ah, so you had to do something. Else. They're like necessity, you, right? Yeah, you play bass because we can't find anybody that plays bass, sure. and you play guitar, so play bass. So that's how I started playing bass, right. and then when they would have the attention span of a 13 year old i would then run off behind the drums and just start sure someone goes to take a leak and you hop on the drums. yeah exactly right. i just start hitting things to hit things and then yeah playing drums is pretty fun it's so much fun yeah yeah it's all right <laughs> for works playing it down yeah it's all right don't really care it's you know it is what it is done it for so long now it's just it's just yeah. old hat it is yeah. yeah i don't need to practice anymore just sit there and <laughs> Just tell me how fast to play, and I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, this is getting weird. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So that's... And I just kept kept at it. And then, you know, you end up in multiple bands doing multiple things. Sure. So, I mean, you were talking earlier about, you know, your career as a as a sideman for whatever. Yeah. And, and is that, that still kind of a thing that you do? Sort of. I mean, it... Like, the... I keep going back to the that open mic, but like that's that's how I met everybody that I know now. Sure, it's kind of a community experience, yeah, right? And a lot of the same people come back week after week. So like that's how I ended up with the Rusty Shutters with Froberg and Glenn and, and his Glenn brother. Yeah, 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 sure. And like it it was just kind of a necessity thing. Like uh I was in a a division tree uh, with my buddy Ryan Sawyer and that was just like I see you play at the uh, 
the open mic all the time and we need another guitar you player. Come play yeah. Whatever. Right. I, I live in Haverhill. You live in Haverhill. Sure. Come to my basement and let's play some music. Kind of a proximity thing. Yeah, exactly. Then, I mean, you're putting it out there too if you're at the open mic and people yeah. are like, hey, oh, there's that guy. Oh, he's playing the drums. He's oh, playing the bass. Oh, now he's, he's playing, playing bass. Now. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So people, you know, and if, you know, if you're a cool person and they think that you'd fit the project. Yeah. Then it's just do the thing. Hop on board and jam. Right. So, Duncan, Duncan, we saved a band name reveal for you. It's This is overhyped now. I uh, kind yeah, of feel no, bad maybe about it's it. not going to be that good. It's not going uh, to be that good. Oh, well. Well, we saved it either we were, way. So we, were talking about, we were talking about bands, and the first band I was in with uh, well, my, my buddy and his brother. Well, how many, how, many bands have, how many bands have you been in? I don't know. Countless. I've countless been in all, or I've been like all, five? Countless was no. the name of one of the bands. I think at one time I was in five at once. So let's just start going. Let's go. Let's uh, go. The first band ba- names. Let's go. Bang them out. The first band was Bag O Tricks. Bag, T- bag with, with O like O, o apostrophe, apostrophe T R I X. Well, of course. So bag. it was like a last name, like an Irish last name. O Tricks. Yes. O Tricks. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, there are no Irish. That's names when you put. X. Uh, yeah, I mean, but they start with O apostrophe occasionally. That's when you mix your lucky charms. Yeah, maybe it is, but it's or, a bastardization anyway. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Right. Was that a metal band? No, it was punk band. We used, what we, were your covers? Uh, a lot of Blink-182 and Green, Green, Green Day. Right? Yeah, yeah. Lots of those notes that yeah. sing like this. No, the melodies are like, we call them do-re-mi melodies. Oh, yeah. I was like, mi do-do, mi mi re-do-re, re-re do-do, mi mi Absolutely. Right. Nice. Green yeah. Day does a badass version of Three Blind Mice. They they don't really fit. No, it's it's the more the Blink-182s. Oh, sorry. Right, yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> Green, Day, Green Day had like five or six notes in the melody. Gotcha. So. Okay, cool. So they're. Oh, yeah. did you hear me like totally elite out there? I did. What I did. That? I heard what an it. Ass wipe. Anyway, keep going, please. Uh, bag of tricks. So bag of tricks. And no original songs. No. Uh, did we? We might have written one or two. I think. Do you remember the name of any of those original songs? I wrote a song called Caravan once. That was the first song I ever wrote. That's a fucking great name. And for it was song. yeah. I wish I had the lyrics somewhere because I'd love to laugh at myself. <laughs> but uh, I remember playing it for a. <laughs> I played it for a summer camp that I was in, and I forgot nice. the lyrics halfway through and just stopped and went. Oh, I think every <sighs> everybody has a story like that. Yeah, you just it's just like comedians are going to eat it, and you I know, was you're just going to eat and it. And I was all yeah. like, yeah. I, I, I eat sometimes. almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even a bag o tricks, a bag o tricks, oh. a whole bag. Wow, it's not even a throwback. It's like wow. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to four minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so keep going. Come on, uh, other band names. Go. Uh, next, next band, which actually I will throw myself in the Tascam uh, community. Ooh, four track cassette, four, four track, track. Porta Studio, uh, eight track cassette. Ooh, and then Ooh. I personally had the digital four track after that. Oh, interesting. But, sexy. So we recorded in. Uh, it was first we were called whatever the outcome, and That's we okay. had and we had shirts. Like we had iron-on shirts, like somebody printed some shit out and we put it how on did, our shirts. How do you spell outcome? <laughs> we spelled it right. So not the, with a U. Did the shirt say whatever, whatever the, the outcome? outcome it was or like a, was it just whatever the outcome it was, was like a, on the shirt? <laughs> no, it was. It was, was there like a question mark? Yeah, yeah. like whatever uh-huh. happens to be. I right? I don't get it. Um, and then we became a Riverside Epic because we were starting to get into like. Is that, is that kind of at emo? the drive-in? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like E P O C H. There was a, ooh, <laughs> no. Ooh. What, what's funny about uh, Riverside Epic is we played this uh, 
we played the down like we played the the town hall for like this nine eleven benefit that I don't know if they actually made any money for nine eleven, but uh, the newspaper decided to do an article on it, and uh, one of the the people in my high school was like, "Hey, can you send me a photo so I can put this in?" And so I just whipped up like this really awful thing in Paint right, Shop right. of just like these are the members, and I named it uh, A R S E one. Oh no! So oh no! <laughs> you know exactly where this is going. Yes. So when they put the photo in the newspaper, it just said "arse" underneath it. <laughs> that's kind of great. Yeah. So we were we were forever oh, arse no. after that. Oh, arse. Oh, no. oh, that's a good that's one. Good. Yeah, yeah. You probably should have just changed your name to Arse. We probably should have. Right. Most people started calling us that after yeah. that. But, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Arse. Right? We were arse. Did you have an album? Uh, oh, what was it? I don't remember the name of it now. I th- oh, actually, I think the first one we ended up calling whatever the outcome. Like we did the all descendants thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. So, but yeah, it was we, like we were all listening to like Saves the Day and Dashboard Confessional and like all of that. So it, right. it became a lot of Juliana theory mm. nonsense. But yeah, sorry, uh, I'm still laughing about ours over ours. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's a good one. Yeah, no, that was oh, fun. that's pretty funny. So yeah. You, what, I was just hoping that Ars had a had an album that was also inappropriate. No, for the new, no, we weren't. New album yeah, no, right. right. Well, so so <laughs> although we did, I think there was <laughs> not, not in the Ars, not, not the yeah. no. <laughs> not in the Ars. <laughs> yeah, he, I left that band. I'm no longer in the Ars. I'm no yeah, longer. There you go. <laughs> I have left the Ars. Exited the Ars. <laughs> Exited the Ars. Okay, enough's enough, enough. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> band named Darren. Oh, oh. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Regulating <laughs> over in the side corner here. Yeah, nice trying, work. trying, trying to move yeah. it along. Nice here. work. I mean, nice everyone work. loves a, a good arse joke, but yeah. so uh, were these all like you know were they were, were these all practicing in your mom's basement kind of oh, thing? Oh yeah, or, yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, my my basement. Was, you had the space. Yeah, that's a big deal for young bands, man. Who has the space? What's the space like? Yep. Can we leave the drums there? It's usually w- I had a I had a drum you know. set there with some crappy cymbals, yeah. c- but like whatever drummer was playing there always brought They're his just, right. And like we had a PA most of the time, yeah. And if not, I always rigged some nonsense up bass like, amp through an amplifier or something. Right. Yeah, uh, I we've blown out a few home speakers, not knowing anything about homage or anything. Like nice, just, right. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I actually rigged up. I I forget how I got them, but I I I think I stole them from my high school. Um, of like these the old school like square headphones language with, like, lab oh. the language language lab, lab ones yeah <laughs> with, yeah with like the the Air microphone traffic. that came down and it was all plastic and I I remember taking the microphone out of the headphones and wiring them to a quarter inch and taping it to like the pole in our basement and using that as so a that microphone. was going to be your mic so yeah. you use the headphones as a microphone yeah I took the headphones yeah. out of the equation right. Yeah, and just use like speaker wire yeah, yeah. from the microphone to a quarter inch and just plugged it in. Why not, right? Yeah, it it sounded like arse, but it worked. <laughs> well, it was supposed to. If yeah, it, exactly. If it was arse, it was band. arse. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it's so it not it fit sound in. like arse. That would be a, a signature a great, sound. <laughs> that would be a very cool creative recording technique using something like yeah, that. It was, it was that's my serious face. I think oh, it, no, that's really kind of where like that the sub kick mic kind of comes from, right? It's basically yeah. like a speaker used the other way. Use it away. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. It's I think what he was talking right? about though is the, the 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 headphones that you were using have like a microphone. Yeah, the microphone right on connected them, right? to it. Yeah, and I yeah. just disconnected it from the. Right. 
Gotcha. What okay. Briggs, I think yeah. what you were I, I was out, a little yeah. confused, yeah. Yeah, what Briggs is calling out is, I mean, for people who listen, you can totally, a speaker is a microphone if you just, it just wire goes it the, other the way. opposite yeah. way. Yeah, you just got to amplify the, the output. Sure. But yeah. So One transfers electricity to sound, the other transfers sound to electricity, right? More or less. Yes. I'm going to say. I think MacGyver taught me that. <laughs> We're just going to be really quiet. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> just crickets. <laughs> but yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. All right. Yeah. I, I will, So let's get to it. Uh, how did you guys uh, end up uh, playing together? So so you guys. So oh, you're Briggs. talking about Darren Froberg so, and myself. Right, and then yeah. did you only Not play together in the in the in the natural casings? Um, I mean, that was the first time that. Tell we me all the story together, of sure. the natural casings. Someone, um, can you, you go? Because I have. Yeah, to I'll do it. Like yeah, sure, sure, sure. All right. So, uh, our friend Bob Beal, who frequently comes up in in this uh, podcast, uh, wanted to do a, a once again an RPM challenge album, mm-hmm. and called myself and Mr. Eric Froberg to make a band, and we did. <laughs> we did and then uh yeah we, we also went pretty well we also and prep cooked yeah right. we prep cooked for a feast and we assembled a lot of uh cut wieners yep. and a lot of bacon and that and, uh, and we made our album art uh from that because the natural casings is kind of started as a meat and bacon themed <laughs> band and uh progressed on to the more general cuisine rock right yeah. is that what we said and, a lot? and celebrities too yeah so do it all really but anyway so so we recorded an album with with uh uh bob froberg and myself and then we got some gigs and we called up darren and bob knew i did not know darren at that point i don't know if, if ro did yeah yeah uh, I, had, okay. I had played with him in okay cool projects uh from my perspective bob was like i know this guy darren he's awesome he's a ringer he can play whatever and he's a cool guy so let's get him in the band so we did and it went well and then we made what five more albums after that but, but to, be, to be super clear like this was at least for some of you guys was completely a side project like this is not yeah it was, it was um all of us it was right everybody's yeah, i don't project. want to leave anybody i mean if you story, if you right? ask bob bob said he wanted to start a band with me and froberg because he thought we would be uh good friends and then we were yeah <laughs> he he so told me that too he's date. like <laughs> yeah it was a blind yeah it was a blind date in band form and we've been together ever since. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because it's 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 it sounds. I'm gonna make gonna be kind of serious for a second, but it sounds actually, even though it's funny, it sounds pretty pure. Like, oh like, yeah, like it. It was the what we were talking about before. It wasn't like okay, if we just get this guy's like Briggs is the fucking best bass player, and we just have to have the best people in this band because then we'll be super famous. You know, I wouldn't have been in the band with <laughs> the case. No, 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 but I mean, well, I mean, don't <laughs> fucking talk your fucking drumming down, man. True. Yeah. This guy fucking drumming. It's weird, right? <laughs> it's weird because, you know, uh, you you don't come off like the, say, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna compliment you and insult you at the same time right in front of your <laughs> nice. face. Classic Duncan. But you don't, it's true, you don't, but you don't sound like you sit around all day going, you know, you're not doing your paradiddles like at night while you're sleeping, but. When you fucking play the drums, it fucking feels great. Yeah, it does. And that is the end of the story for me. <laughs> the people who know yeah. me are like, I could, I, honestly, it's about the drummer. Like, it's 
always about the drummer with me and it's like sure. all the rest of the stuff is great and you need all the rest of the stuff but if you oh, don't if the drummer the sucks drum- the band's gonna suck how about this there you can't there are no no top say 40 singles that have shitty drum tracks correct they, there are millions of them that have lousy vocals and crappy bass lines and you know whatever sloppy shit or maybe it's good or bad but there are no top 40 songs that don't have a good drum track that's why there's so many fucking drum machines, right? Because there aren't that many fantastic drummers, right? right. There's yeah. a lot of bands that get together in high school or whatever. What are the chances you're going to get all fucking great musicians? That never happens, right? No, very rarely. One or two, and then they get into the studio and you're like, I don't use a drum machine, or let's get, you know, that fucking Paul McCartney's drummer to, to cover the drums. Sure. Because he's played on so many fucking records right. instead of the real drummer, right? <laughs> People don't know, but yeah, and it's like, but you fucking feel great when you play. So it's funny because, you know, uh, that band, which is like, hey, let's see, what are you, RPM, we're going to do a bacon-themed band? It didn't even start that way. It just kind of ended up that way. Right. We just started writing songs. <laughs> but We were cooking we a lot were of under, meat. We were yeah. under the gun, too. Yeah. But uh, it, under the gun and the influence yes. of bacon. Yes. But, it's, but it's super pure. And what did you do? Five fucking records? Uh, it's six, like it's six. like six or seven. Yeah, I think now. it's six. Yeah, like there it, you go. Like you're doing it. You're yeah. li- that is living the dream. It's not obviously yeah. you're not working at it and, and trying to turn it into money, but no. But it's definitely fun as hell every single time we do it. Yeah. You're doing it on a regular basis. Do you have and you? you I, I know you've played. I've actually played a show with with the band. Oh, I played yeah. one that one show fun. with oh, the, that one show. Yeah, show. Yeah, that was awesome. But you guys fucking talk about breaking out of the box and doing something different. If I. I'll start it, but you can pick it up. Basically, you guys had um, a connection to a bunch of local chefs, right? And then correct, yeah. One of That's them it was a uh, Malay, Malay, Evan Mallet. Yeah. I don't know how to say mm-hmm. his last name. Yeah, He's yeah. like the Evan, the unofficial member written. of the casings. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what his uh, what's his? Is it the black the black, black trumpet? Black trumpet, trumpet? Yeah. Is that it? in Portsmouth. Yep. Yeah, so he's, he's awesome. A brilliant guy, indeed. Fucking, he's a good dude. Brilliant chef, like yeah, absolutely. Really forward thinking, really, uh, really community oriented guy. One hundred, really smart, really, really part of the Portsmouth uh, scene. You know, the sort Chef's of food collaborative. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a killer. I absolutely. really like that guy. And uh, so uh, I had met him before. I met him again that night. You guys had he had you did sort of a collaboration where he sang or did he write that song or uh, yeah. He yeah, wrote, he wrote, wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a song called what was it aubergine? Right? Aubergine. Yeah, yeah. Aubergine, right? Which is a French word for so eggplant, like, like ma petite aubergine. Yeah, yeah. Was the my, full my, title. Oh yeah, eggplant, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, I. Everybody comes out like that's a completely innocent little concept, but I don't think it was in the least. I think he was just right. Oh, he's a pretty subversive. guy. He was guy, pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, he's we, a cerebral he, guy too. Right? He did write F the FDA. Like, yeah, he's, right. He's yeah. written a bunch of songs. Yeah. Uh, and so you, you, you guys, yeah, you guys performed it. You recorded it, right? And so Bob asked me to... Yeah. Uh, to you played accordion, Play right? accordion on the recording. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you guys did this show. Was it at Martingale Wharf Correct. in Portsmouth? Yep. With And it was a combination like tasting and... Rock, it, yeah, so it was like, like an appetizer kind of thing, ta- and each, yeah, it was like yeah, a, yeah, exactly. And and each course was paired with a song. And some then, of them were, were originals. There were some kind of modified covers, and the chefs whose dish was being um, featured at that moment 
came up and did a song. It's kind of a weird concept, but it, was it worked really awesome. well. It, it, yeah. No, because... It, and the food was it, awesome. The food was crazy And there was good. like a belly dancer. And there was, yeah. like, it was great. Gina, yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. I, I got smashed in the face the night before. So oh, right. Oh, up. right. You got like mugged, oh, right? I forgot about that. Were you legitimately <laughs> mugged? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Someone sucker know. punched me when I was walking so, down the street. So, <laughs> so did, I, were you were? It looked like I got hit in the face with a shovel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was awesome. <laughs> Not that moment, but right. you know, no, no, the yeah. show itself. Was, I wore it well. You it looked cool. pretty rugged for <laughs> yeah, sure, definitely. But that was, and the show it was relatively well attended. It was fun, and uh, Bob asked me to come up and and play uh, accordion on that yeah. song. So that was really fun. Well, we had everyone from the recording come up too, because there was like mm-hmm. a, another singer, Seth Gooby. Oh, we got to yeah. get him on the podcast. He's cool. Okay, um, and ISIS. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was his wife, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, right. and we had Evan Mallet, and he sang, and, uh, what did he do something else to? I can't remember. Yeah. But then, the, yeah, we had the belly dancer and the whole band. We had an uh, electric, electric viola violinist. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. The viola. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I know her too. What's her name? Oh, she's going to kill me. Uh-oh. Oh, damn it. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't have a way of picking that up. Oh, just put it in the show notes. Fuck. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Oh, she's so good. She was. Yeah. She was great. She's yeah. like a legit pro, right? Oh, she's yeah. killer. Yeah, she plays with the orchestras and shit, but she also plays by. Yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah, she's yeah. really good. I remember. No, it was fun. We had a guy. Uh, one of the chefs did a rap. Oh, right. Um, is that Rob? Was that Rob? Was it maybe? I can't. I can't remember. I feel bad. I remember his face, not his name. Uh, and then, and then, natural casings. We wrote um, at least one song for the the beef tongue song yeah, for yeah. for this guy's awesome. <laughs> It was uh, a motherfucking big beef. A mother, yeah, motherfucking yeah. big beef tongue. Yep, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Don't be afraid of beef tongue. That's what I'm saying. It tastes yeah. good. Marinated. Yeah. All right, <laughs> <laughs> now we're kind of degenerating I, into yeah. inside yeah. jokes here. So, Darren, you just yes. you just Hi. came into this like I, you were just yeah. like Bob. Bob's like, hey, you got to do this. Well, yeah they they did a show in Haverhill, uh, and he wanted another guitar player. I'm seeing a little theme. Yeah, here. no, I play a lot in Haverhill. Um, and yeah, and he just asked me to play and I started playing live with them and for the first two records. And then the third one, he's like, do you want to record with us? I was like, yeah, totally. Like, let's make it happen. It only made sense. You know, at that point you were, uh, you know, obviously a part of the band. Yeah. You, know? you had been cured. <laughs> <laughs> Fully Jesus. cured. Yeah, back to the, oh, the puns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and it's, it's been super rad. I've, I've made a couple songs super awkward, but. Uh, it's, it's yeah, but we all have because it's RPM. I mean, you yeah. have one month you to write to a whole d- album, yeah. and you got to get it done. So, right, you know, when we're all sitting in the, they can't all be zingers in the barn, just like trying to shit lyrics out to to get onto this thing. Like it's right. But did you guys do one in February? We didn't do one this February. Uh, this February. past year yeah, we did no. not. Yeah, hopefully but, a redemption this coming February. Yeah, I was yeah hopefully say that's not good. But it's what's cool about it too is like the first the first record or the first couple records were like. We're gonna emulate like Alice in Chains on this song, or you know these different bands for these different songs. Right, kind of right. a genre study, yeah, right, exactly. Right. But now it's just been like, well, you know, Froberg's influenced by these three bands, like just uh, you know, or you know, Briggs listens to this, or this is kind of like we should write a surf song, or what genre do we want to do, or you know. Yeah, here's a riff that I have. What can we do on top of well, that? It's kind like of it's an been, anything goes, right? right. Yeah, but then it's, and still, it's just been a cool. It's cool to see because we're all from like very 
I mean, there are definitely similarities within our tastes, but there's definitely like some like way off stuff that like maybe I don't know about or I don't listen to or you know fro doesn't sure or we're all into into different things but it's cool but for that like a big venn diagram where it all works in yeah the middle. and it that's the natural casing yeah, like sure. that's yeah it's totally how it all comes together which is really nice yeah it's an rpm success story it guys. is <laughs> totally <laughs> so what about now so you're uh you you said you have a bunch of ideas that are floating around you think you're going to pull this all together and make a record or what does that even mean so i saw you I saw you singing a couple of things. There's a Facebook group that, yeah, uh, that the on, uh, I'm a part of. Open mics, online open mic. Yeah, and yeah. that and you had some really fucking good shit on there too. Yeah, I've yeah. done a few covers on there. I sang to my cat on one of them, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I've done I've done a few originals on there, and that's that's been nice to just like I that that first song I did right. I, is on there, right. and it was it actually has different lyrics now, but it was cool to just like i literally had just written that song that night and i just recorded it and threw it up there just to see what what would happen sounding board yeah exactly i don't know sounding board sure but people also get to enjoy the song right you know i mean i certainly i listened to each one a couple of times anyway and i just thought wow these are these are great and it wasn't just because i know you i just like that kind of shit you know yeah i like the idea that it's just you're you're really feeling that that moment it's it's yeah it's not a sketch. It's the next step. But it was one that was close to a sketch. But yeah. Yeah. But it's not overthought and, and overdone. Right. You know? You leave some imagination in there, too. Yeah. But what do you think about that? I mean, have you seen anything else on there that blew you away? or? Uh, I mean, it's everybody's got their own thing on there. And, like, there's there's a couple that are are very, like, along the... Like, clearly that person plays out all the time or right. you know that that guy practices in his basement with his band all the time and there's that and then there's like the people who are just like i just picked up a guitar and i'm just figuring it out now and look at me practice right which is also pretty cool yeah it's compelling in its own way right Cause, yeah cuz that's been up for i don't know a year or two now the and whole thing's a super cool idea. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's basically, it's an online, it's, it's I just mean, an online it's, open it, mic. Yeah, it's it's built just into the name, right? But it's there's a social no, media open mic and right. people post themselves and, performing and songs. It's not just to the community, too. Like, if I post a video and if you're, like, you'll sure, see it. Sure, it goes out to all your Everybody's friends or whatever, or whatever, but also yeah, yeah. to whoever so, subscribed to the, group to the community. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do people share those videos outside of the, the group? I, Is that what you're saying? I, no, well, they certainly can. They can, yeah. It's it's right. totally open to the public, so, but yeah, it's it's cool to see p- people progress, and it's cool to see people like starting to nail it, you know. And I just screw around. I I did one cover where I recorded myself once, and then played it on the screen behind me on my computer, and then played again, so I'd have two different parts. That's cool too. I mean, it's kind of taking the looping thing to uh, another yeah. level. I mean, you get the opportunity to do that on something like. Uh, Open mics, online open mics. Right, mic, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Where I'm talking to Why myself. Why not do whatever the hell you want to do, right? Yeah. So it's a cool idea. Yeah. It's it's a cool opportunity to just try shit. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if the old model of success is going to be deconstructed in front of our eyes, you know, if you can segregate the idea of of making money from becoming famous, from being well-known for what you do, for being original, like if you deconstruct all these things, you yeah. know, you sort of keep them all all separate like that 
things like this get really interesting, yeah. you know, where you can take little pieces of of each thing. I just think oh, I'm going to fucking, you know, hammering on the point, but I think it'd be really cool if, uh, you know, if a bunch of those people said, hey, let's is the Red Door happening right now? Is that gone or is it? I mean, the space is still there. I don't know how much music they're doing these days. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, you you know, that's like that kind of thing. You're like, hey, let's, I mean, obviously they're not a local. But, I mean, if they were locals, like, yeah, let's rent that place out. Let's go. Let's let's get in there and let's all just do this. Yeah. And And there's totally opportunity to. Like, a a lot of them are within, you know, the the whole Seacoast thing. Right. But you also have, like, Open Mike, the, the guy who runs it. Uh, really liking He's the greatest name yeah. ever. Yeah. Open mic. Open mic. M I K E. Yeah. Uh, he really liked a cover that uh, this guy Eddie Felker did, and so he just one of his videos was just him playing it and like wearing dumb sunglasses and singing back up to it. Right. Like that was the thing. That was the video, and it was just like I really like what you did, and now I'm going to insert myself because right. of this opportunity to do so. Yeah. So there's the opportunity to. Uh, you know, do the live thing, which would be rad. Like, get a bunch of those guys together and just do a show. Right. But there's also like, hey, send me that song that you did, so I can then do this to it. Well, I feel like there's like a, a natural grouping when it comes to musicians because everybody's got a band that wants a drummer, right? So then you yeah. need a drummer and you make a group, right? And it's like, I, I again, I feel like that kind of grouping is happening again. You look at uh, Vince Vaughn has like a comedy tour now, right? And he's not even on it. Right, he just kind of puts it together. He and, just sponsors it. It's yeah. like the Dunkin' Donuts Center presents. Well, yeah, but it's because but he's kind of putting his imprimatur on it or whatever. You know, it sure. feels feels real. You know, they're they're friends, but slapping it, some Vaughn sauce it, on there. It, it, well, yeah, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> is that the sound of the Vaughn sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's like the casings came. The casings, the natural casings came it's together. It's the casings. It's fine. That's what I call them. <laughs> um, because of friends and commonality and just sure, fucking and just yeah, the love of doing it right. too. I mean, but which, I mean that you know, we as a result, that's as viable as any of this, you know, in, in its own way. In that, uh, well, it may not be a, a, a serious endeavor, but I mean, or the content may not be as serious. But that's the most material I've ever put out with one band, right? Oh, me too. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean that—that's kind of what I'm getting <laughs> at. Is like. It's it, it it's got that collective feel. It's got that that feeling of, uh, you know, sort of just it, if for whatever reason, you know, whatever you weren't there on that day and they had to get it out, someone else is going to play bass, right? It's happened. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you know, it's not like you two. You know, the drummer can't play this bass part. You have to. No, 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 and no, one, no, no one cares. No, right, <laughs> not at all. But that's we've part all, of we've it. all yeah. played other stuff. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone sings. Everyone plays. Oh, I mean, yeah. Darren. I think Darren. You've played. You played drums, bass, guitar. Sing. You've done it all. You've yeah. done yeah. more than anyone else. Yeah. yeah. I did one track on my own. Right. I don't. I don't know how right. that happened. I think Bob was just like, I don't feel like having people learn this. Why don't you just go do it? Oh, I okay. remember. I re- you had an idea for. I didn't want to learn the chord progression, so I was like, Oh, oh is that what? Yeah. <laughs> I heard you. Are, you oh, you want to play bass? Yeah. Cool. I remember there was. I'm one, gonna have some lunch. Yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah. There was one song where I was just like, I sort of have a bass line for this. Yeah, Can go I, for yeah. it. How did Move you learn ahead. how to play the drums? Uh, just doing it. You're just doing it. Yeah, I ended up taking some lessons, but it was it that was more to just cut the line between my right hand and my right foot so I could do a hi hat and a bass separately. But once I got that down, it was just right. frequency of playing. Right. I just keep doing it, keep yeah. doing it, keep doing it. Yeah. I don't I, I don't consider myself a good drummer, but 
I can keep in time, so that's all I really care. Right? I consider you a good drummer. Oh, thanks, bro. I appreciate that. God. <laughs> so much love in this. There's a right lot of room, guys. <laughs> it's kind of emotional. Yeah. I need a moment. I'm have squeezing you, uh, out a single tear. Have you played uh, outside of the area, or has it always been local? Uh, no, yeah, I guess it's always been fairly local. I've played the played in Dover a few times. The is, where's is the Stone Church in Dover? Where's that? New Market? New Market? New yeah. Market? Right. Yeah, I played right. there a few times. I did like that New Market Square Day. There's oh like yeah, a, yeah. Okay, yeah, they did like old homes weekend or yeah. whatever it is. That's a fun one. Yeah, you yeah. Get I mean, some good pierogies and stuff. It's a lame name, but those kind of things can actually be really, really absolutely. Cool for well, yeah. Everyone comes out. Really, really yeah, good right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you say there are good pierogies there? Usually in right. Newmarket for sure. Well, the Poke Club. Have you ever been to the Poke Club? Yeah. In yeah. Strong Polish community yeah. in uh, in Newmarket. Yeah, for sure. I hope the Poke Club know. isn't a mean thing to say. It's just what that's what everybody calls the Polish. When I lived there, it was called the Polish American Club. Social right. or yes. is it strictly business? No, nah, it's a bit of both. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, you, people went there to drink, so whatever right. people do yeah. while they're drinking, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. what your business is. Yeah. So apologies if if Poke Club is like I don't mean that to be a, a slur. We no, love, I don't know. We love the Polskas. Yeah, the good people. Oh no, I mean it's a fucking great. Group. The whole thing is great. Yeah, the yeah, whole absolutely. idea. The club's great. The places. Like Golumpkies, is that the other? Is that is that one? I don't know. This is going to be the second the second <laughs> podcast in a row that I'm not looking shit up. I'm yeah. starting to regret this. Oh, you're this. just you're just oh, yeah, free you balling this one. Yeah. <laughs> just like going commando, you guys. Yep. Not looking it up. Not, not looking it up anymore. I think you're right. I think that Golumkis is correct, but we're probably either saying it perfectly or really, really wrong. And so you know, there you go. But anyway, yeah, but uh, yeah. So you played so, a yeah. couple of places. Yeah, around, I've played. But, yeah, I've played you've never Boston done the big tour thing. You've never no. gotten a bus and driven to fucking Cleveland nope. and been like the closest. Hi, four people. How are you? The closest I, I was gonna do was like it was two dates in Maine and then one down here and then one of the dates in Maine canceled. So it was just like I'm gonna go play up in Bath for like this ice cream shop and then the college I was gonna play for bailed. So I just came home. <laughs> like uh, it was just yeah, a, wow. too bad. Yeah. yeah. So, at least did you, you got play some in good Bath? alone time. Yeah, yeah. I played for three hours at an ice cream shop in Bath. But you're lactose intolerant. Right? I know. Yeah, I am. It was. So what did you just eat? Like waffle cones? Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't See? go there for the ice cream. See, <laughs> pretty sure he <laughs> did. <laughs> what? What I've 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 actually been thinking about this for a little while. Like I I. Th- I'm like the little brother of this like this music group that I'm in, so right. I'm just gonna get shit on. Like that's just gonna happen. Well, it's just, ironically, it, it's totally you fine. Like I'm totally shit on on that one. That no, I know, but it's just gonna yeah. come out yeah, like right. soft are you, surf. Are you gonna? <laughs> are you gonna have waffle cones with that? Yes. Can't when put went, anything in them. When you went up, was there like Thanks a place to play, or was this like an acoustic show? Yeah, it was just an acoustic show. Right. It was. I was standing in front of the window, and people were coming in and getting like gelato and shit, and I was just playing. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of awesome. It was weird. It was super strange, but it was—I mean, it was fun. Was it I, like well received? Yeah, I mean, a, a couple friends came up and cool. and hung out, and yeah, it was all right. It was just a weird, like, hey, I'm in an ice cream shop now, and well, I mean, the thing is, that is the that's like for touring musician types. That's like that. That's what you do for the first year thing. You know what I mean? And you just kind of do it and do it right. and do it and do it and do it and do it. And yeah, do it. And well, after a while, something just starts to flow and you get a couple of things and then you do the thing. And yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't care. I'll play wherever. Right. I, I feel like to, I used to play the sad cafe way longer than I probably should have. Like the sad cafe. Yeah. Yep. My name's on that wall too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. I'm sure it's not there anymore. We <laughs> swore there. We got in trouble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you got funny. in trouble for swearing? Well, I didn't swear. The singer swore. He got us in trouble. Yeah. You weren't supposed to swear on stage. No, no, no. This is a uh, for those who haven't heard this on a previous podcast. It's like an underage's club. Yeah, uh, and uh, and it was actually really cool. On, yeah, no, uh, it at was least a, from my perspective. I thought it was a we got uh, a, a cool thing. I wasn't really part of the scene, but being it would have been creepy. No, I was an older <laughs> guy. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm just here for the talent, yeah. right? Well, but yeah, I mean, but I used to produce bands that would play there, and then they'd bring me the, you know, bring me the show, and so I could right. own that. Oh, oh man! Uh, but I mean, Those... it, w- it was a cool place because you would get like a board recording. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. It, it's it never on... sounded good. But yeah, I, mean, I was going to say it. I had one. I had one disc. Like I've I've had some decent recordings there, but I had one disc that everything was in the left side, and but the reverb was in stereo. And it was just completely saturated. So the whole band's over in one ear, and then you're just hearing like this reverberation every once in a while in the right ear of. Yeah, I mean, you <coughs> theoretically you could, groundbreaking. Use, you could use that to, to to create an interesting mono recording. But, I guess yeah. so. I don't know. It sounded crappy too, but yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, but that's like that live. I, I do think that it's it's a little more segregated now. The idea of being a live musician and just sort of doing that, like, all right, yeah. and that this year I'm going to play fucking ice cream shops, and, right? And yeah. you know, and the the sunglasses hut at the mall, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> like, you know the cart where yep. they sell the sunglasses. I'm going to stand next to that. Yeah, I'm just going to stand there. And but by 2017 or 2018, I'm going to have moved up to like you know college, you know, like uh, like when they're having the the, Hot the topic. No, no. <laughs> Like you know, on on in when everybody's onboarding in college, you know they're coming in that 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 first week, you know, and they need some move in cool weekend, talent. yeah. Right. They need some talent to play on the on the lawn. Those are know? the people that stick the with quad. you for the rest of your life. The yeah. bands you see on move in weekend. Right. Don't yeah, I know you're you're being serious. I mean, yeah, remember uh, you may not be old enough, but um, uh, do you remember you know who Oingo Boingo is, right? Of course. Okay. So Oingo yeah. Boingo was like Danny Elfman's a famous film composer. That was his band before that. And uh, the Mystical his, Knights of Oingo Boingo. Yeah, his sister is something Elfman, who's a, a relatively famous actress. I think that's it. No, you're Jenna. Uh, Jenna that's Jenna his like daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, relative. Anyway, the point is, his band Oingo Boingo was like your you know regular old sort of like I don't know. Halloween ska band or <laughs> fair you enough, know, like right? Kind of weird <laughs> yeah, post new wave, yeah, weird avant garde, yeah, like yeah, yeah. but kind of nerdy sciencey kind of thing, but also Whoa, at the same time, right? Absolutely, and uh, and yeah, and they they when they got their record deal or somewhere, I don't know the, the, the story dead straight. It's in there somewhere, but they basically went out and said we want to play every single college we can. They just played only colleges for like a whole year. Smart because the all the college students would graduate and then come to their club shows right. and then they see what yeah. I mean so like yeah. they got so good at it that they were in the quintessential college movie yeah. back to school yeah they were yeah. boom but also like let's face it college is where the girls and the drugs are well true so, I mean no, that's yeah. just right oh uh, yeah that's one of the places for sure Definitely. it's a it's a little weird because they were probably a little old for that but. It, it, well, you re- put it this way: you're either going to believe you're too old for that, or you're not. So there you go. <laughs> so it's kind of a binary. So, 
But the point being that on a strategy level in terms of business, that was a really good idea because what Briggs was saying is like you can't you can't forget that band at your college. Sure, whether you like them or not, you're probably going to remember it. Right. right. Also, colleges have money to pay people. Yeah, they do. Also, students in college all have money from mom and dad, so there's money. Uh, there yeah, too. lately yeah. for sure. Right. Yeah, lately. Yeah. I didn't. I yeah. <laughs> there was a. Yeah. So I went. I went to school. Yeah. I I went to school up in Bangor, and uh, there was a Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Maine. And, which is like 20 minutes from Orono, you mean Orono. And uh, I had a friend's band who actually lives in Haverhill. That was kind of a weird connection I had when I moved down here. I saw him on the side of the road. I'm like, what are you doing here? He goes, no, what are you doing here? Like, oh, all right, I get it. Uh, but he, he had a band that was fairly popular within the college that I was in. And uh, Orono puts on a thing called Bumstock. And it's just like three or four stages and it's just kind of a festival and it's a lot of local bands and then at the end of the night there'll be a headliner and so his band got asked to play and they're like so what do you guys ask for and they just shot out some ridiculous like go fuck yourself number i think it was like five grand or something like that like just you know just to see what happened yeah we charge five grand yeah and th- and they're like all right sure that's cool cool yeah she's like oh we got money to burn like I, I got to get rid of this, you know, within the festival. Like, I've been given a budget, and I just have to Right, it's not it. going back anywhere. No. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. And Eve 6 played, and it was interesting. Huh. We did a... We did did a, you choke on the rhyme? <laughs> <sighs> did I do right? Was that you said? Uh, yes. Yeah, did I get right? it, guys? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got nice. It. You, got you it. nailed it. Old Pops. <laughs> Old Pops got it. I still got it. Uh, I did a... We did, like, liners for the radio station I was in. And uh, the the two, the drummer and the bass player were super sweet guys. And like one of them had an awesome GW impression. And so he started doing liners in that. And then the singer comes in and he's just completely hammered. I, apparently he'd been drinking Jack Daggles all night because it was like 30 degrees when they played. Well, there's also no reason not to. Because you're in yeah, the middle of... Yeah, you're up the fuck to Maine. Yeah, exactly. The shit. Okay. So he you're comes in... in a band. It's not like you have to get up to work the next morning. Right. right? So he comes in and he kind of looks around the room and he's all... And he gets to the corner and he finds his fake plan. He just starts taking a piss. And and we're all just like, it was that record scratch of like, everybody <laughs> just kind of stopped and was like, is that happening? That's it's, the thing that's going on that's right now? You realize that's not a real plan. Right. And then he just kind of stumbled out of the room and left. And <laughs> was never to be seen that's again. That's really dirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even that if it was, plants don't really like piss. <laughs> yeah. That was that was so dirt. Yeah. yeah. You're the chemist. so I, I guess know. so. You would think they would want all that salt and stuff. Some of it, not okay. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah. Sorry to derail. No, what do you mean? But, it's, you, yeah. You're the rail, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You were doing great, and then we were talking about pissing in plant, fake plastic that's trees, right? Fake, <laughs> fake plastic watering cans. <laughs> So where did you get the... You have some interesting sort of core knowledge and shit. Is this just stuff? Did you just pick this all up yourself? Yeah. Is that how it works? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I had lessons for like seven years, and then I just started figuring it out on my own. I, I'd i always been able to kind of pick things up by ear. So a lot of like a lot of records that I'd get, I'd just kind of sit there on the low E and figure out the root note and then just go from there. So, yeah. Some of the chords just kind of happened. Do you go riff first, or do you go words first? Usually... Melody? It doesn't... It's it's never melody. The melody happens when the music happens, but there'll be I've had 
it's both. Like sometimes I'll just bark out a line. Like I'll just have a line in my head and I need to write it down. Right. And then I'll try to find some chords that fit with that or like I have a melody and like here, you know. Or sometimes I like I have a couple of songs on RPM records that I could totally make songs out of, but I just can't. I don't have any words for them. Right. So it's funny. It, it, everybody has their own theories, yeah. you know. Uh, it's I, I, it's right. really fucking hard. Like I don't. There, <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. There's go when speak I speak the truth. When I hear Uncle Phil, just I'm making shit up on the podcast, or I'm making shit up in the radio station to do for RPM. You're talking about Phil Clyde. Yes, yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, just that I can't get my head around it. I don't. Guys like even Tristan Ullman. Like, who can just... I mean, he's got a lot of road stories and shit, so he has some stuff to pull from. But, like, just... I don't get how that just happens. You like, know, it's he, not... Nobody, well, it doesn't not, just happen. It doesn't. It's, and it's not easy for anybody. I, and I mean, even, you know, back to, to Phil, like, if you li- listen to, you know, the podcast we did with him a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. he, he said, he you know, he, he actively studied and worked on this kind of skill and kind of honed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, you know, some people... Can just I don't know. Well, it seems, I, it's never easy. That's what I'm getting. Right. At. It's like it's just, yeah. like I was saying. It's like it's like with you and the drums. Like you like someone's gonna go. Oh yeah, it's easy for me to make up a fucking song. You know, words are da 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 da. But I can't believe you play the drums. Like my my thing on it's a little different. I feel like everybody's got their own approach toward what they they think is difficult. Okay. Like there's sure. a lot of there's a lot of people that you know, could fuck around or do something really interesting or creative or whatever, but may have a problem with the whole idea of, like, legitimately putting some emotion into it. Right. Or... Was that, um, like, a fear thing? Or just made it what they're motivated by. Some people Fair are just enough. not motivated by confession, you know? And then there's <laughs> other people who are, like, you know, could spend all day talking about their... Like, you, like you, you know, going down the river and talking to their dead father or whatever, but at the same time, it's <laughs> kind of mean, but it's like, that's what many folk songs at Open Mic are about. Right. But yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sometimes but, it's a mountain, though, too, right? Yeah, Sometimes it's a river. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a metaphorical nature. Spot, fair enough, right? fair enough. But anyway, but, but at the same time, then when you're like, hey, let's, you know... I was just kind of hoping we could write something to dance to, you know, and they're like looking at you like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would I write something to dance to? Dancing's fucking queer or whatever, yeah. you know? Sometimes everybody cut, got to cut loose. Mm. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you want to try that again? No, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I fucked it up, man. I busted no, it. No, no, you didn't. You gotta cut. Yeah. Everybody got cut. Got to cut. Got to cut. Oh, I, put, I was playing the later part, it. not the early you got part. It. No, I mean, yeah. Everybody cut. Everybody cut. cut. Right. Everybody cut. Everybody cut. Right, we don't oh, got to turn thing. the. Oh wait, hold around. on. We talked about this before. We can't play Iron Man. We can't play Footloose. Oh yeah. All right. Fair Moving enough. Moving on. All right. But, <laughs> but it's but I, I take like a different angle on it. Like I see like I I am. Let's say I wanted to, we were going to write a song uh-huh. and and I had to write some lyrics. I'm sure. going to go. I'm going to probably work on the lyrics first because that way I do all this work. And then I do what I do really well on top of that. Well, right. That where, makes where, a lot of but sense. Where See, the that... opposite, if, if I had to, like, I could write this really cool thing, then it's like, oh, let's do the one thing I suck at and try to, I'm just talking about me. Yeah. But, and then just sort of, I just feel like I'm dropping turd bombs on top of this beautiful <laughs> right. thing that I wrote because I'm not like Mr. Lyrics. So if I can get my teeth into a decent lyric, then, like, everything's but easy. Is it? 
see, I have the other approach of you could. I, I guess what I don't understand is you've now written out this set of lyrics. Yeah. Here they are to whatever cadence happened to be in your head, if there was any when you wrote them. Now let's write a song. Are you trying to write the music to the lyrics that you just wrote? Yeah. Or what happens if now we have this song, but this shit doesn't fit? No, no. You know what I mean? Well, you're also looking at the keyboard player, right? So ah, Fair enough. Like, it's like, it's Biggest all fucking nerd. math for us. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's true. It's true. So it's like, you're playing 88 little drums that are all next to each other and none of them make the same note. You know, yeah. it's like, right. and plus when you hit it, like if you're playing the piano, yeah. it doesn't sound that good. Like pianos just don't sound that good. They go like this. And then they start to die. Right. Like, yeah. So like when you're playing. Hammer hit string. Yeah. You string can't like fades. breathe life into it or anything. It doesn't, there's a, which means basically you're just, there's like a bunch of flowers that immediately die. Like you're constantly trying to keep this. I'm never going to look at the piano flowers. again. Yeah, no, neither am I. It's too painful. It's super so, 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 yeah. So when you're looking at it that way, like all people who play the piano, especially, I think, you know, certain to a certain extent for the guitar, like the acoustic guitar, um, but the polyphonic instruments, you're kind of always, you like the notes all represent different shit all the time, you know. Uh, so like this is like the bass part or this is like the middle part or this is part of the harmony or this part of the melody it kind of breaks itself apart whereas if you're just going to sing something it's like there are the notes like it's almost like a natural thing just talking is kind of singing yeah so i think if you put a set of if i put a set of lyrics in front of you you know um Two all beef patties, special sauce, oh, lettuce, cheese. <laughs> Come on, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Well, if you the listen, the views podcast sponsored right? by McDonald's. I know. See now we're gonna take that off. Uh, no, but the thing is, you could go to all beef patties, like, or you could just say it to all beef patties, like patties goes together, right? So there is a natural cadence to everything. But so I think that's my answer is it just kind of comes out of the lyrics. But if you've written those lyrics, you probably have a melody in your head. Are no, you going to? No, not necessarily. No, right? Really? Write the lyrics yet. I mean, you could do just like but a listen, poetry man, kind of no, thing. No, 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 no. But this isn't, cool. this, isn't, this isn't about me. It's like the reaction that you're, that you're giving is, is the fascinating part. It's like, if that doesn't come apart, then don't take it apart. I, I, I'm, how I'm, many fucking great songs have I written? I'm not. No, talking I'm not. About it, right? I'm not shitting on anybody. Like, yeah. I'm no, just, I mean it's the other way around. It, I'm, I think I'm, it's fascinating. Well, I'm listening to the experience yeah. and like it. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, like, well, that just doesn't. Well, that's awesome. No, that's awesome. If that's 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 cool. What do you got? If we back up for a second, like sure. you were saying that like uh, earlier that uh, sometimes you 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 kind of grab a snippet of lyrics from you know yeah something you said. say right but, but there was clearly no melody in mind when you're when you're just having a conversation yeah that's necessarily fair. I guess yeah right I guess so so but you know but then I guess once you start thinking about it you can kind of apply it yeah to some whatever. sort of melody ends up depends com- where you where the words come from right? right they don't have to come from this is going to be part of my song right. or whatever you know yeah I mean a lot of from you know, just listening to a lot of your stuff over the years, um, like when I listen to your, a lot of your songs, it you know, there's definitely a lot of personal like experiences that you you write about. Yeah, you know, so I imagine you, you know, sitting there deconstructing something that's happened to you in your life would 
be uh, a conversation or an event that you know left an impression on you and you just kind of you know almost like talk it through or you know yeah or sometimes it's like here's that verse like i just like yeah like this this is the thing that had happened here's a line from that thing that had happened now how can i incorporate the rest of the thing that happened into right so, you know so you know you look at like how's the view or or something like that i mean listening to that song you know that one was always one of my favorites and you know i'm like wow something like you were you know definitely feeling something yeah. something happened there yep, and totally. you know and it like it changed you or right. it affected you in such a way you know and it just seems like a lot of it is organic yeah you know yeah some of it some of it when it happens it happens like when it something like how's the view mm-hmm. or something like that sinking feeling or and uh, sorry to just Show. These are Darren Haas. Fantastic, yeah. But like you're talking about your music, uh, songs like that will sometimes they just he, the whole song will just plop into my lap, like it's just sometimes it's the first verse and the chorus. A lot of the times it's the first verse and the chorus, and then I'm like, how do I? I gotta extract a second verse. I need a second verse out of this. But and sometimes I just need to walk away, and like it's maybe a month later, and then some more like oh that's what i needed to say that's that's how i say it like and sometimes the, the it's glue your, your yeah. bridge is going to be your glue right and sometimes it's like i can't i want to walk away but i can't walk away like something is keeping this guitar in my hand playing the same three or four chords over and over and over again and i need to figure out what that thing is this is kind of a super big question go for it so you just blow it off but no. what do you think that is what do you I wish I knew what that was because if no, I did, like, then I'd write some more fucking lyrics. No, 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 no. But what's <laughs> keeping? No, no. What's keeping the the guitar in your hands? What's that compulsion? I think it's sometimes it's just the idea. Like I really like this idea of like that first verse that I wrote is blowing my mind right now because I don't know where it came from, or right. I do know where it came from, but I don't know how I got to this these four or five lines or whatever the hell it is. So I can't abandon this yet. I've only been sitting here for an hour. What's another half an hour after that? What's another hour right, after that? Like, right, right, right. How do I get more into this? And sometimes you just push it too far. Right. And sometimes you write complete garbage. And then you look at it a week later and you go, I'm going to take this line out and I'm yeah. going to take this line out. And, you know. Well, there's the argument that, the, that, you know, creativity is the opposite of boredom. Like, so... Like just pounding on it over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and then you're like, okay, I'm tired of that. How about I try this? And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay, well, where did that come from? You know, there's that right. too. I mean, so that's going to happen or, anytime you spend a couple of hours. Yeah. Just sort Oops, of I missed that something. chord, but ooh, that thing that I missed yeah. on that sounds cool. There, yeah, the how happy do I accident? Incorpor- yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, I right. mean, it's you know, I if you know, if I were to try and write a song, you know, I I feel that a lot of it, half of it could be like serendipity, like it it just appears right and then <laughs> you have that's what i'm fascinated with because we all know it's not just appearing right right but, you know like uh but what is it if it's not just appearing well that would be the question no, that's the question the whole, right? like i don't i don't sometimes it just happens well i mean the subconscious is a powerful motherfucker that's yeah fair. it's like you're lucid that's, dreaming and then you're just sure. kind of like that's great exactly. ends up but even being a song 
but even that runs out of definitions because how do you Fair define enough. the subconscious, right? You know, you, sure. you can define... You, well, it's you underneath can, the conscious. Yeah. Well, no, I know you can look <laughs> right. at it, okay. but, you can't, but you, can't, uh, you can't survey it. You That's can't, deep. You can't science it, right? I don't well, you know. theoretically yeah, I don't could, know. I guess. Sure. I mean, yeah. Maybe someone right. can. I can't. Yeah, that's uh, agreed. So we can't. We just go, There's oh, a whole that came from my subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of sure, like, sure. Also means nothing, right? Right, right. <laughs> means, I just don't know. appeared out of thin air. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. No, there's, so many, there's so many great English phrases about music that actually we're just totally fine with. It's just like this weird, someone just took a shit in the middle of the table and nobody notices it. Like, yeah. how about this? Ready? How does that song go? It goes... Okay, wait a minute. Back up. What is how does that song go actually mean? I don't know. Exactly. It doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. It means this is your cue to sing it. Yeah, sing a song. Or play it back. Or Or, or, describe it somehow. What is that? And how do you know how that song goes? Like, you just have like this sense memory that that's. And then How you just make, and then you make mouth noise so that it sounds the same. Like, right. So it's like we just, I know the melody, but I don't know the words. So yeah, but, but, yeah, but, but even then, like, go. What does it mean? Go? Does how does it go? Like, you mean how does it walk by? Like, yeah, what are we? Definitely. Like, we just. It's a great phrase that really doesn't mean anything right. except we all know what but it means. Gets right? It. Yeah. 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 We're all programmed. It's just yeah, I love those things because when it, again, it's really hard to talk about music music you could talk about the experience of making it right. or the experience of playing it yeah. or you know. maybe you should just say how does that song go well i mean yeah it is kind of beautiful isn't yeah it? it works right yeah maybe you should write is a song that, about the song going yeah like subtitle yeah how does this podcast? go yeah. how does that song go is yeah. there a song it, like how, do, how how does it go oh, sorry. there, there, there are many there. yeah yeah, I lost where I was at on it. There's a song anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, do you go to shows? Do you do you see bands? Have you always seen bands? Yeah, I've always. I don't mean like just local bands. I no, mean, no, like, no. You know. Yeah, I used to. To uh, high school was the biggest time. What was the like, first like school? big show you saw? The big show was. Did you see one when you were little? No, I. I, We're gonna have I, to I go around I, the room on this one. Yeah, no, I think I saw my brother's band play when I was little. But um, I, my first show was the Mighty Mighty Boston's and the Pie Tasters in so like a hallway in uh, in Portland. So Maine. influential. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first like show, like big show, like you're going to yeah. the Civic Center. I think was the it was the Foo Fighters and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I think I remember that tour. I didn't see the tour. And the chi- the Foo Fighters just blew the Chili Peppers out of the water. Uh, Worcester or no? Portland? This was in Portland. Portland, yeah. Wow. Foo Fighters were crazy yeah. at that time. He like yeah. Dave Grohl just went out into the crowd, yeah, and I remember him. Angry, yeah. There was one point where he was in the like in the sound booth or area or whatever FOH, yeah, front yeah. House. and just on the couch and like there are guys <laughs> holding him up while he's just like playing in front of all yeah right on yeah it was ridiculous it was they killer. put on an insane show yeah but, wow but yeah first show was the po- the boston's the pie well the thing that's cool, the that cool about those kind of shows too is that they're really well defined ahead of time you know what you're going to go it's not like going to see peter gabriel you know kind of know what's going to happen but uh, uh, this is going to you're going to a mighty mighty Boston's show. There's right. going to be there's yeah. going to be that and everybody knows and Boss that's what skanking. it is. 
Yeah, but and, and it, everybody there it, was too many people. It was it, right. Do you ever go to Bill's Bar? Yeah, when that was in Boston. Yeah, it was that kind of thing. Like it was that small in that hallway, and I remember it was the first time my feet ever left the floor. And, I so oh, yeah, and, like, and you start like waving around in what the crowd. What a weird feeling. It was so strange. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and it's so well defined that the audience there there's like an objective goal that the band has, right. which is to give the audience this thing. Period. No we've we've evolved. You know? It's funny, I was right. listening to, I was never a big Cro-Mags fan. Mm-hmm. I just sort of a little bit there. Because as an older guy, I got I heard like the original Cro-Mags, mm-hmm. and so just last night I was working really late, doing all this editing for a uh, dialogue and stuff. So I have like music on in the background, and I found Cro-Mags on uh, Spotify, and I put them on, and I'm listening to them backwards, okay. like they're getting older. Oh, I see. Yeah. So like you know, the later Cro-Mags is totally not totally, but really different than like the original, which has really evolved. You know, mm. the original he was saying. <laughs> almost like half metally kind of right. thing and by the time you get the end you're just screaming and shit but yeah like that doesn't you can't do that in the Boston's. like it's like you are going to do this thing yeah and it's going to be the thing yep and that's the thing uh, obviously they, they evolve I don't, I don't mean to take that away from them but no. that's a really cool thing for your first show yeah because it's like talk about i can do that you really could do that yeah. you could if you ska bands are or or similar i think are still the solution for for people who just want to get out there and fucking do it because it's not a ridiculously difficult uh sort of anti up you can kind of learn how to do it get sure. the band you still need a fantastic drummer you still need an unbelievable front man you still need a bunch of people it's a lot of people to play yeah all that kind of shit but like that or like the solo folk singer you know the same thing it's like it's not the worst onboarding. You can figure it out yeah. and get going. But it's when you do this sort of, you know, we want to do something original, hybrid thing, where now you're just like walking through the weeds for your entire career, you know? Right. So that's a really cool thing. It never occurred to me, like, can you actually influence someone by what their first big show was? Yeah. But it's just occurring to me now, so I'm so riffing on it. Right yeah, now. yeah. No, that was, I mean, they're still one of my favorite bands. Like, yeah, that was a huge thing in my life when I was... Did you ever play in that kind of band? Did you ever play in yeah. just a in, full in, out dance band? Uh, I, oh, I was in a ska band in uh, yeah. in middle school. Yeah, everybody was in like middle yeah. school, high school. Did, but did it have a ska pun in the band name? Because that's uh, a ska thing, right? Come on, man. We, I don't think we ever actually had a name. I think, I think we stole some at one point. What were we? There were there were ska puns. But okay, it was, good, good. But like, I we used to cover like skank and pickle and sure. And a bunch of real big fish stuff. Right. right. <laughs> there was a so there was a, a music venue in Kennebunk where I grew up in Maine and uh called Record Rendezvous. Right. And they were like the cool like the cool people that kinda looked over the kids. Like I think the wife of the guy who owned the place uh used to teach special ed in high school right. and like so they kind of they were like were almost like the sad cafe ish kind of but and they used to have shows outside of the record store mm-hmm. after they closed, so they could open back up again and sell more records. Smart. And uh, I remember we, were, we played a real big fish song, and I had to sing. Uh, I'll even cut my penis off for you. <laughs> and I green dated it so hard that I said hebus instead of penis. <laughs> and that was just the that was the because my grandmother was like in the crowd, so right. I'm not going to be like I'll even cut my penis off. Yeah, so. 
I got a, I got a ton of shit for that afterward. But Darren, you need your hebus. Too. You need your hebus. Yeah. <laughs> I love this story. No, but it's so cool. Like, I don't know. I always wonder why uh, more adult people don't just go for this ska band. Like, yeah. it's. Well, I mean, the I, ska band's kind of built like as long as there's high school band, there's gonna be ska bands, right? Because right? yeah. yeah. like, they usually sound like high school bands. Yeah, I, but you know, it's the same thing. They're like, you're like, oh, I, well, I play guitar, someone plays bass, but our buddy plays trombone. Okay, cool, let's do a ska band or whatever. You right. know what I mean? Yes, like that. So yes, it's like sports. It's like it's something sure. about American adulthood where you get to be like. 22 and stop playing any organized sports like that's it like then you're done like well if you're not going to be professional there's no reason to play soccer at this point you know or whatever uh, baseball, yeah i mean i guess i mean you know, but the, but you know people still do i mean they're yeah, they play skiing but they don't play sports right you know <laughs> can you play skiing do you know what i'm saying yeah, you can play skiing oh yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying is like you don't there are people who, there are well they're usually people who played in college that are continuing to play afterwards sure. i'm not talking about that i'm, I'm in an over normally, 30 band yeah <laughs> no but that's exactly <laughs> it that's exactly what i'm saying you're in over 30 ska I'm band. a men's over 30 yeah. band yeah, men's, men's <laughs> over 30 ska band that's Why a real not? thing though right but it's not that's what i'm saying oh oh as far as ska is concerned that's my argument yeah, right. yeah. oh yeah fair enough oh it's just the guys who kept going the Boston's are what? Well, they're the same dudes that have been doing it forever, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. right. That's no, the same, I mean, like, no, I'm just saying, but you're just saying, like, I'm just saying normal people like when who I, are just into it. Like, know? I've I've texted Froberg more than once being like, why haven't we started a Scott? Well, I mean, I'm not going to, since you threw yourself into the example, but yeah, like, if you guys just right now said, we're going to make a Scott band, hate to say it, but you probably do okay at the chit chat for at least a year, you know? Right. You see what I mean? Because people would go because ska. Rather than because I don't know whether I'm going to like this or not. I'm yeah. not. No, 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 I see what you're by saying. By the way, also not the solution. That's no, just no, no, like. Not at all. It's just but a quick solution. It's another right. thing. It's another thing right. to do musically. Right. Yeah, it's just like, a thing. Here's exactly. my niche. Come, people right. who are in this niche, come see us. Right. But, and then, then you run into the, you know, the same shit as anything. Like, it'd be great for us to make a punk band, but the reality is that none of us are really. Huh. Right, sure. And then, yeah, yeah. as soon as you get in with like someone who's really doing it, then you're like, "Yeah, oh. maybe we shouldn't be doing this." Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Those people are actually angry at real people. Yeah, right. I really shouldn't. Yeah, you know, make I listen to Green Day and not the yeah. Dead Kennedys or whatever. Right, like, right, I'm right. not doing this right. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I know. So, uh, so one of the what it was like really high point for you, like seeing live bands, was the high point. Yeah, uh, when we'd go like every other weekend to Boston and see uh, like Pennywise and Strung Out and Saves yeah. the Day. Where would you see them? Uh, Avalon, yeah, Axis, uh, Axis, Axis, Bill's Axis, Bar, yeah. like yeah, that whole strip on Lansdowne, yeah. right. essentially. Fenway, yeah, yeah, that was because they were just small enough shows that it wasn't like I'm not going to the Civic Center and you know. There's twenty thousand. That could be exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was. Great, it was like then. you know. There's a thousand kids here, or you know, five hundred kids here. Whatever. Like it's. Right. Yeah. That was a huge influence because that's like, oh, this is how it's done. Right. You know. Does that still that's, happen? It doesn't really happen there anymore. I don't know if it happens anymore, but you know, I you I gr- get the hard rock. You know. Yeah, because I grew up on like the bands that ran their own merch table. Right. You know. That. You'd see on stage, and then you'd go, and they'd have this EP, and you'd pick it up, and you'd be like, "Wait, I, you're, can you sign this?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Why? You're gonna, 
you know, like we'll just you just like just do it, please. Like this yeah. is part of the experience. I mean, that still happens. We saw Mel Banana at the Sinclair, and it was like, oh, oh yeah. people from Mel Banana are going to be like that was good like doing the thing. Yeah, I mean, it's well, like, I think that's like a lot of those venues, like uh, the Royale, the Sinclair. Yeah. Sinclair's making it for me right now. Sinclair's that's awesome. a great place. That's to my see favorite. I, place I'm like, right I now. need yeah. to actually write a bunch of songs, start in a band, get a band, Fucking and then play the, play Sinclair. the Sinclair, and then quit. Let, that's let, like, <laughs> let's do it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think the four of us. Right? I think we have a band right just, now, just to yeah. play the Sinclair because it's such a cool place. Awesome. I love that yeah. fucking place. Yeah. So you yeah. can go eat at that little market right down the street, oh, and you usually run into the fucking Sinclair, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, late not, night auto pizza uh, you can do it all killing it yeah that's right late night auto pizza yeah I forgot about that place oh. Oh. yeah we yeah. live just far enough from uh from cambridge that we you have to kind of go there i'm talking to the people who are listening it's yeah. like you know it's an we're experience not, we're not still. we don't oh, you're not in that area you yeah. still have to go there it's like an hour away so Unless you're there, you miss. Yeah, forget about all that shit, though, man. Yeah, well, that's play. right. It's right in Harvard Square where there's yeah, all kinds of shit going on. In Cambridge, like twice a week, yeah. all the time. <laughs> it was like everybody was yeah. playing in Cambridge. Right. But it's not as not as hot anymore. It's less clubs and stuff. But yeah, we might as well go around the room since uh, since Froberg's here is is new. <laughs> what was the first big show you saw? Like the first like concert I went to. Was uh, w- without parental control. <laughs> was was the crash test dummies? Oh Ooh. shit! Real big C. Ooh, up at some. I think it was like Stratton Mountain or something up in nice. Vermont. Wow! And then the first uh, eighteen plus was it, was it outdoors? The ski mountain was <laughs> outdoors. <a> <laughs> I mean, the show. It, yeah, it was on the side of the mountain. We were like it's in the grass. Natural amphitheater. Yeah. Right? When yeah. in between songs, did the guy also continue to talk like this? No. Um, <laughs> I he might have. So he only know. did that for the song. No, they did that one song for forty-five minutes. Right on. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's right. But <laughs> no, the, he had the lowest voice ever. Yeah. And spots all over his body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once there was this kid who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, mm, 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 mm. wrong mm. syllable. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to be. Nice. But they they were both <laughs> Canadian, so they must have just hopped the border. We're trying not to really shut down in, in Vermont. But then, uh, like Darren, my first Hi. eighteen plus show that I ever snuck into was the Mighty Mighty Boston. Nice. Wow. Out. With the Hepcats. So Ooh, that's a good one. Out uh, at Pearl Street in Northampton. Nice. Pearl I, Street. Nice. I, I ran past the the ticket taker guy because yeah. <laughs> he asked for my ID. I was like, wait. Fuck you. I, I, just, <laughs> no, I, didn't, I didn't even have time to swear. I just ran past him. He's like, oh. Because back then I could run. Like, I'm, not get, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough to catch that guy. So, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, like, I remember, like, hopping on stage and, like, screaming with Dickie oh, and like awesome. doing a backflip off the stage. Right on. And I was like, this is going to be fun. I'm going to do a lot more of this. That's a good night right awesome. there. Awesome. So th- those are my kind of first things. Briggs and Wiggs. Uh, first show I ever saw was the Beach Boys at uh, with Great John, Woods. With John Stamos? Was, was Stamos uh, yeah, there. John Stamos was there. Yes. And they, they <laughs> did a video chat with oh. Uncle uh, Joey. So sweet. And, uh, it was actually bullshit. Um, bullshit. the time bullshit. of the conception of the Olsen twins. 
Stop it. <laughs> no, seriously. It was real. It was the most Stamos epic thing. Beach Boys show ever. Stamos plays with the Beach Boys. Yeah. yeah. he. I don't know if he was there that he night. He was in the Kokomo video. Yeah. He's definitely in the video. So Did Uncle Jesse Beach and the Rippers open? Beach Boys. It was Stop just it. Jesse and the Rippers. Come on, dude. Um, Beach Boys at Greatwoods? Uh, yeah. Was it like, do you go with like a whole group of people or just like? I don't know. I was yeah, right, a right. kid. Yeah, a little kid. Like yeah. ten or something. That must have been fucking. Great. It was great. I loved right, it. Right, right. I grew up listening. You went with your whole boys. crew. <laughs> I went with my my friend Scott. Nice. And his mom brought us, and it was Lawn? really good. Uh, yep, lawn, and then it rained, and we got ponchos. It was <laughs> awesome. as cool as anything. Yeah, it was great. Nice. I loved it. It's so funny. It rains red. at the Beach Boys show. There's yeah. a little bit. Oh of man, sweet. Sometimes there. it rains even at the beach. Mm. Yeah, you can still surf though. Yeah. Well, did you go to? We did. Uh. The only show that I really, really liked at Great Woods, out of a bunch, was um, not well. The Deftones opened for the Armenian band. System, System of a Down. 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 Yeah, yeah, System of a Down was really good at Great Woods. They huh? were cool. So good. Well, they were kind of pissed at each other, which made it really even better. Sure. Because Serge had just done his own solo album, but they were still playing it. Oh, and right, they kept right. pimping the solo album on the side of the stage while that they were hot. While they were playing, that didn't have anything to do. Yeah. Oh, but it was. But the audience was there. Plus, the Deftones open. They were really good, but there wasn't really on the same level as right. Fucking system now, but yeah, Great Woods was never really my favorite. Me no. either. Place no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw I, Ween there one time, which was cool. Horde tour? Yes, that's yeah. one. I'm sure you were there. Yeah. yeah. That was the one that was like Lenny Kravitz and Blues Travel and Neil Young. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Like the those the, the big like skate tours or whatever. Like, do you see that? Did you ever see any of those? I've never, I never, I've never I, been down with that. All my friends went right. to Warp Tour, but I never went. Yeah. It just seemed like such a shit show. Yeah. It was I've, fun. I went mm, once or twice. Yeah, I, I went to a couple I like jam festivals, but I've never, liked the, I've never liked the big I did too. rock festivals. We were at all the same like shows. Oh, yeah. So... You have multiple bands on multiple stages. Is yeah. The, is there any sort of coherence? Like, I've never been, so I don't know. So is the there any sort of coherence do. of like you're trying to watch, you know, less than Jake up on this stage, and you know Pennywise is over here trying to play, or you know whatever. Yeah, I'm just throwing band names out there, but sure. like they're pl- essentially playing at the same time, aren't they? Well, sometimes uh, you got to make a choice, right? Like I right. like this band better than the other, but band, are, but they're not usually so close that you can't hear one over the other. Okay, you know and it's I mean? usually uh, I always thought it was like, and there might be like the there's usually like three stages, right? Yeah. So there's like the main stage, right. second stage, and then like the shitty the guys that won the like, way back near yeah. where everyone takes a dump. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's like the high school <laughs> the high school bands playing the high school the obligatory high school ska band. Yeah, playing. sure. They play yeah. back in right. the, and then know, like the, the main stage. Near, near so like the two big bodies. stages are never going at the same They're time. Right. Yeah. So okay. you gotta like run if you want to be up front. I got you. Like, and okay. sometimes you gotta you gotta bail on one band to get the good spot for the main the stage whatever whoever's popular. I should have gone to these shows. That sounds right. Well, then, then it's then it's multiplied by whether by whether or not you stay overnight as well. Too, it, yeah, sure. That's if it's one scene. of those. Yeah, absolutely. That's like a yeah. fucking scene. Well, I mean, right. at the at like the jam festivals, that's yeah. that's the scene. It's it just is that scene, you camp yeah. out for three right? days. I yeah. can never do that. Oh, it's so fun. You get everyone gets so gross and it's so weird. It's, it's and really you just got to kind of let it go. Yeah, and then, you just you let know, the whole thing be what do, it's you know. Be, uh, let your regular world personality go away. I mean, that's kind of the thing. It's like little mini Burning Men kind of thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I say, sure. I've never been to Burning Men, but. 
but but yeah, no, but I it's mean, that the way same sort of mentality, right. maybe on like a more vanilla level or whatever. But yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's a it's definitely an experience. Well, I mean, that's kind of it's kind of where I'm where I'm digging here is like it's like then. So at that point, you you still have the music, you still have the songs, you still have the band, you still have that sort of um, you know cult of personality with some of the bands, you know the kind of the vibe of being where they are. But now you're talking about you know this this completely leave the world behind kind of uh, setup where you're outdoors and, sure. and you know when yeah. you're outdoors all day, you get kind of tired of that too. Like right. it's just it's, and then it just devolves into lord of the flies yeah well yeah. and and a lot of emphasis fucking, on right? flies yeah, right right, right, yes. right. <laughs> and no, lords of acid and, and, and flies. Then it's happening the next Pretty day much. right no what i'm getting i'm saying is that, that that's as far as some people will go to to uh, to get into that situation where they're appreciating the music yeah you know what i mean so i think the presentation of a great idea is a little different than just having a great idea sure you know that's fair. It's funny because, I mean, even recording stuff, you know, you go to record something, you know, and you're kind of, I guess, I don't want to speak for you. I'll I'll put it in the form of a question. When you record something, do you have an idea ahead of time that you're trying to hit or are you finding it as you go? Are you thinking about the audience or are you thinking about how it comes off to you? I'm I'm not thinking about the audience. I'm definitely thinking about, I'm just thinking about the song and where I want it to go. And sometimes even... Like if I'm going to, and I've only my my two records I've done with Bob, uh, but I had to bark things into GarageBand or whatever, right? Uh, first, and so that's kind of like, I, that's the start of the direction. Do you make demos for your song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how do you what do you how do you see how do you see the demos functionality wise like do they have a function or is it is it does it help you put it together or so, do you do it for other people to play on or no I, usually if I'm doing a demo for a song for the record I do everything myself where I wish I had more of a like I, I can't record drums everything I've done has been fake for drum wise right. but it's just to to hold the beat down to get the rest of it out but usually I consider that like the Either I'll have an idea in my head or sometimes it's, oh, that I tweak some sounds in this program or my amp or whatever. And right. hey, that sounds different than what I was going for, but it sounds super rad. So let's go with that and let's see where that takes us. And uh, But then I'll, you know, at this point, or I'll give it to Bob or, right. you know, whoever. And then they hear it and sometimes it goes pretty much the same direction and sometimes it's like, oh... I have better technology than you have or I have better equipment than you have. Right. So I can make this sound a little bit different than what you were going for. Whether it's usually like, this is the direction I think you were looking for. Right. When you did this demo. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, right on. I mean, most of the time I'm like, yeah, right on. Right. So it's, yeah, it's just kind of a, it's the function of getting the song in a recorded form. Like, this is the idea. This is what I need to get out. Do you ever get that situation where the demo is just perfect and you're just like, you may not sound the way you want it to sound, but I mean, like, that's the take? Yeah. I've had some demos that I'm, I mean, I ended up re-recording them because I'm in a better place to record, but there are some demos where I'm like that, I like that, that version better. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's a, that's a situation. That's a real situation. Like, so, yeah. 
I mean, you're maybe talking to the wrong guy because I don't really care. Oh, it's ironic because I I literally record music for a living, but right. I don't really care how it sounds. I don't. I don't. I'm. I whatever. You know, like the idea that everything needs to be like you know fucking APIs and Telefunken U ninety fives or whatever. Yeah. You know? I mean, I have some of this equipment too, and it's like yeah. it, it's not relevant. There are some things that sound better that way, and that's why I have that equipment. Right. You know, well, when you're singing that guy, you need that thing. Then you're going to have that yeah, kind of you that have mic. that tube but, mic. And but again, I I like shitty recordings as much as I like whatever. Like it, probably the best recordings you're going to hear right now for what we'll call rock music. Sure. And I'm just using big wide words right now. Would be uh, some of the really super modern uh, country recordings, um, just on like a sonic level pretty much unstoppable if the goal is to make every single instrument that you get recorded to sound perfect those are the ones those right. luke bryan that's probably not the best example but uh you know some of the, the getting a little older pop country guys have just these crazy <laughs> crazy crazy good sounding records right you know yep um, I've always con- Paisley, right? You know those guys. Where yeah, they, right, they just right. ev- every every drum hit on every drum is world class sounding. Every note on the bass, world class sounding. Everything play, and they're so good at doing it that they're not even doing it by by over quantizing or whatever. Right, right. They've just those they're the just Nashville so guys nasty. have been doing it so perfectly for so long. Yeah, again, it's become objective. It's right. not even subjective anymore. It's like, no, that drum, that kick drum is right, which is where <laughs> I leave the room, right? It's right. so funny. Yeah. I'm on another podcast, which has nothing to do with music, and we just ended up talking about art, you know, and, and the argument is, no, you don't understand. Like, art, they're, they're the guy who's talking to me is like, who I respect tremendously, is like, no, you can... You like whether you like it or not. Some art is better than other art. You can just see it. Like I don't really like Rush very much, but they're way better than like you know this punk band. And I'm like, no, it's just not going to work <laughs> on me, man. I don't care. Like it's not. I don't disagree. I'm saying you're not going to change my mind. Right. I either like it or I don't. And so right. mm-hmm. that's the that's the cool part about it, talking about recording. Like like you were saying, you you record this demo and it's like boom, that's it. Yeah, there it is. Right. And then, no, this art, I, I, just, I don't know, it's like I tool on it on this podcast, but I don't think <laughs> art fucking gives a shit about you. Like, it's not like, oh, I okay, I'm sir, I, no problem. You know, I came and it, it's perfect this time. I came to you as the muse and here I am and it's perfect <laughs> as the devil. No yeah. problem. We'll just, I'll come back to you again later when you're doing this in the correct area with the nice preamps, right? <laughs> it's like, no, no. It's well, like, I can't, there it is. It's perfect. Leave it. Yeah, you know, and well, it's hard because you can't sometimes, right? You know, I think recording is also just kind of the what you can develop from your environment. Like I, and I, I know you guys have talked about this before, but like I started with the the Tascam tape eight track, and the it's a gift, yeah, and the that digital four track with like the built in sounds, and then I went to Cool Edit ninety five, and then. Ooh, ooh, yeah. CE, old favorite of CE mine. CE nine five. Yep. Yeah, and then cool edit two nine five. Cool edit two thousand, and then when it became a uh, was the what did they change audition, it to? Right? Was it yeah Adobe Audition, and now I'm playing with Reaper, 
and like I've gotten some better mics or like my first ever multi-track was because my neighbor gave me the key to uh cool edit 95 like right. he just happened to have it and I like did some yard work for him or something and he's like here I'm not gonna pay you but here here's a dongle right or, no, it wasn't even that. It's here's the key. It's, like here's oh, okay. the thing that you type out into the program. I thought you were talking about cereal. a dongle. The cereal. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. A dongle. It's yeah, like a dongle. hardware key. It's yeah. the thing you got to plug in. I'll, it's like I'll, a USB. I'll, I'll help you stay on your story. Keep that's going. that's fine. So you are good. No, no, no. He, he was right to go where he went. Uh, <laughs> dongle. Yeah. <laughs> he was right to talk about dongles. Yeah. Anyway, that, that particular neighbor. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, not that you're ever going to listen to this, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> oh, he will now. Oh, yes, in a world. Um, so we'll I be had. Sure of it. So I took. I'm gonna get this back on track. I swear to God, I took. Thank you. You, you remember that? Speaking of dongles, that long, skinny white computer microphone. Yeah, we it, all know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. had. It came with early PCs in the '90s. Yeah, we had like an Aptiva. Like it, we, I think it came with it. It was like a match game uh, uh, microphone. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I put that on the computer desk, and I brought my hi hat and my snare drum upstairs, and I played something. That's and then awesome. I brought that back down, That's and wind. I grabbed my acoustic, and I was like, "I'm going to play to the drum track." I just, and my my parents just like watching their heads explode after they hear this. They're right. like. Is this a one man band? Like, what's happening right now? It's I don't a one man band. Yeah, I don't. I don't get this. Are you what? What's happening? Like, it was. It was awesome. But of course, like, it was. But yeah. So you go from that. If you were really a hipster, you'd just go back to doing that. I now. should go back to and doing that because it would sell a billion records. Probably sounds better. Make vinyl. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you go from that <laughs> to getting like that little, like I have a little PV mixer that was like a hundred bucks, or like yep. everybody has the Behringer, or whatever, like. And the, the, oh, I got an SM58. Like, holy shit. Yeah, exactly. The thing in your hand. Like, and then it sounds a little bit better. Like, a little bit better. And then you get your... A little bit of a rabbit hole here. Right. And then you get that, like, I have a, a, it's like an MXL or like a uh, Audio-Technica condenser mic that needs... Finally. 48 volts to run. Like... Finally, I can use my phantom power. Yeah, exactly. Like, finally, I I understand what phantom power means. Right, yeah. I I bought it like I was at the point where I was buying that you had to get the box right. like it wasn't even built in it was I, the Phantom I, Power yes. box and like and I think it's just like now we're don't in, plug a ribbon mic into it right <laughs> yeah that you yeah. you don't know until somebody tells you or you've blown or one you, out yeah exactly. yeah you bring it back to the store and you go what happened and they're like you did you run you ran did it, you did, read the manual did you did you did you put power to it no you didn't read no, the manual you didn't. but like. No, I totally get it, and it's like that's part of the actual like maturation process of the writing too, right? Because you're writing knowing that I don't know. It makes me feel badass when I have this great piece of equipment. Like, yeah, you know, like when I got the Wurlitzer, I wrote like eight Wurlitzer songs immediately, right? Like, because you have it. New Year is pretty not inspiring. Because I can't write music. It's no, just but because, you like, have this new piece of equipment that has this specific sound, yeah. and you want to play the shit out of it it's, because now you have yeah, that sound. It's just more like it is. Right, being done. Like I it, like it's not like you're even going down a road. It's like you sure. already are there. Already right. did right. Yeah, New World Sir, eight songs done. Go. Right. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. Here's my inspiration. Is this thing I yeah, got? Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's a. It's a. It like I said. It's kind of a rabbit hole because then some people get caught. You obviously haven't, but some people at that point get caught into the. 
well, I can't. I don't want to record anything until I have. The, I'm saving up for this mic, or I have to re-record everything now that I have this new mic, or all this bullshit that is just a giant excuse oh, to not finish. Right. Yeah, right. I tried to do that. Like, there's some demos where, like, oh, that sounds like shit, but it sounds like shit because I did it this way. Well, now I have. Now I have this Mac that I got in 2006 and has right. GarageBand on it that has all this extra shit on it that I've never had before. Let's try to re-record it, and it doesn't have the same. Like it, it, it's not there. Yeah, you're not that, that you're not that person. Right? right, exactly. It doesn't have that specific thing that you were looking for the first time around because you'd already tried to do that. Yeah, it's funny being around like, you know, successful musicians, you know, dealing with people who 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 deal with this stuff on a regular basis. For me, I'm noticing some commonalities. Well, a lot. I shouldn't say there are certain people fit into this category. There's obviously people who fit into a different type of category as well. But the category of just sort of giving up the idea that you have control over this stuff. That was a big one for me. Watching the people around me who are really good at this, just going, yeah, I don't know, and just doing it. Yeah. Like, it's real, again, it's hard to talk about, but you, what you said, I made this piece. Mm-hmm. I made this demo. It yep. was really good. I made this recording. It was really good. Now I have a new mic. So I'm going to make that song again with my new mic. Once again, yeah. I, like art comes along and goes, no, no, fuck you. You, you don't, already did that, it. This is not something you can control. Yeah. I feel like art is super temporal. I feel it's like, it's like who are you on that day at that time uh-huh. while you are making the guitar thing and sure. singing that day right now done? And that's what's great about recording is because when you are recording at just the right time and lightning strikes and thunder happens and boom, you have it forever. Right. Whereas if you didn't have the recording, you could just do the same thing. Goddamn, I have played some really good shit on my piano uh-huh. <laughs> that no one's ever going to hear. Right. Because I don't remember what it was. But right. goddamn, it was that, awesome. That was so fucking great. And yeah. you're like, yeah. what did I do? I don't know. Right. 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 And I have hours and hours and hours and hours. My poor cell phones like are just. <laughs> yeah. Just. Just. Full just of- I just hit the record button and. And then yeah. when you're done, you hit save and send and it shows up in my email. Yeah. And I go to my main computer, pop it up, drop that me going or whatever I'm doing <laughs> into the DAW and then just start going. And that's how the, a lot right. of this shit happens. Yeah. Like this shit gets into real projects and stuff. Sure. It's like, well, you never know when inspiration's going to strike. Well, right? The, right. No, but what I mean is by, I gave up on the idea that, and it wasn't me. It was like watching other people. They just talk about giving up on the idea that you can control that means it really doesn't matter what the fucking melody is. It doesn't matter. You could sing fuck all into the, into the phone. Sure. Yeah. And you put it up and you just start recording it and there you go. Like it's yeah. weird, but that kind of just sort of giving up on it was super inspirational for me anyway. Yeah. But Yeah, like the the last this is a little off topic, but like the last uh RPM I did, I had I was in my basement, I programmed a bunch of fake drums, and I had this like little Vox practice amp, like the the one two can I have it? Hybrid, sure. Actually, I'm trying to get rid of it. I'll um, give you money. Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure. Ex- I want that exact. Name. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's got like the the it's models got a and shit on it, but it has one tube. One tube. Yeah, That's yeah. all I need. Yeah, perfect. And I recorded everything through it: the bass, all the guitar sounds, like different guitars. I like maybe I'd throw a pedal in there or whatever. Like I just tweaked it, and I got like that. I think. I didn't master it or anything, but I think that's a, that record sounds pretty good for what I know, 
Fuck yeah. And I don't know shit, but I think it sounds pretty good for what I know. If I wanted to do that now, I guarantee you I couldn't get any of those sounds. You know what I mean? Well, you like couldn't go just, back and get them. Right, right. right. It doesn't yeah. exist. No. Right. But now, but, right, I see what you're saying. Because you're not, now you're not that thing. You're right. not at that time. Yeah. yeah. I'd try to yeah. do the same setup and I just wouldn't be able to get it. it yeah, would, but, and, and you're probably inspired to do something else now. Anyway, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's just that thing that like, that was that month. Yeah, that but, that, that but that's your that's your hit me with your best shot, you know, sort of uh, <laughs> sort of like you know paradigm where it's like all of a sudden, like on the day that Pat Benatar is saying hit me with your best shot, she probably really was into that. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> right. that but was like, her best shot. Yeah, and then like like six or eight weeks later, she was probably like, ah, oh, this is going to be a hit. This is great. Yeah, and like six or eight weeks later after that, she's like, honestly, you hit me with your best shot everywhere, <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, like a year later, she's Fire like, away. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. And then now right. you can go to like some place in, you know, Hawaii. Is that where they live? She and Pat live. Not, I mean, Pat and, uh, and Neil live. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. They're together, you know. Oh, yeah, they know. tour together They're, as ooh, Pat Benatar yeah. and Neil Geraldo. Wow. Yeah. Woo. Hot. Yeah. Hot, hot couple. Hot. No, you can go somewhere. I think they live in Hawaii. And you and, you, and there she's, you know, she's going to be singing. Hit me with your best shot. Sure. It's like. Because it's like the reverse. The recording did exactly the worst thing ever, which is she. They caught her in that perfect right, moment, right? Right. And now she has to just keep doing yeah, it. That's the well, she doesn't Fawcett actually have to keep whatever. doing it. That's yeah, obviously sure, but, bullshit. You know, but it's probably pretty fun. It behooves her. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm. I would, I would take the the Bjork direction rather than that. Like, you know, she doesn't have to sing fucking Sugar Cubes anymore. Sure, sure. She's like, fuck that. I'm going to do something else. I yep. love that. I mean, I just, yeah. She is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I just like the whole. Arguably, idea. she's not primarily known for being in the Sugar Cube. No, though. no, no. But at the time, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Right. I mean, she was obviously the biggest thing she ever did at that point was the Sugar Cubes. Yeah, but wasn't she like like twenty years old or something? Yeah, no. But I'm saying when she tried to break away, all of a sudden she's like, you know, making fucking mouth noises. And gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you, know. you can progress from that. Yeah. And I do mean, your it just thing. and then never going back. You know, right. never, never going back and saying, yeah, well, here's some, you know, here's some, you know memories from 20 years ago right, right. kind of thing yeah so it's funny how the recording in that situation can can go backwards but i don't know i feel like it's a uh so how do you release your stuff do you do you go band campy band kind camp. of thing yeah. yeah what do you think it is about the band camp thing everybody loves it it's easy they it's put you on spotify uh, no no then it puts you on then band fuck it, camp right no yeah. but isn't that doesn't that mean fuck it you should be you gotta spotify. pay someone to get your shit on spotify right I think. Do you? Yeah, you, I think so. You get Bandcamp's pay. free. Yeah. It's just, you can just upload it. And they, they end up taking money out of you if anybody buys a record from you. But, but I mean, it's it's a, it's a but, good gamble, right? Oh, yeah. Throw totally. Yeah. Most, you know, but, most of the time, no one listens to your shit anyways, right? So there. Bandcamp yeah. doesn't put you on iTunes. No. No. You it have puts to, you on Bandcamp. Yeah. You're on Bandcamp now. If you want to be on iTunes... Welcome to Bandcamp. It, it, it's <laughs> the last time I looked into it, which was a couple of years it's ago. It's so funny because the way you guys are talking about this sounds like a bad idea, not a good idea. It's, no, you, it but it is you on Bandcamp. But you're... <laughs> Everyone's on Bandcamp. The, what cool, the, fuck? the cool thing is you guys know Briggs is... Wait, actually, you probably know him even better than I do. So you know how sometimes you're writing in between. You can't tell if it's ironic or serious. Right. <laughs> and this is one of those moments. Does it matter? We're talking about Bandcamp. <laughs> See? See, you're on there. It's the stupidest name ever, but everyone's on there. No, it's actually kind of funny because, right? Isn't it? A, isn't it a riff yeah. on the uh, on the you know that had one time at band camp? Thing? Yeah, exactly. It like is, it's so like funny, it's like yeah. a nerd joke, right? Yeah, it's yeah. good. I don't know. Like it costs money to be on Google Play. 
I assume it costs money to be on Spotify. I don't yep. really know anything about Spotify. No, and I mean, iTunes. I, isn't I, there just one aggregator you can use? You can't. There, yeah, there's yes. a few of them. I there's pay, like DistroKid is one of yeah, them. See, that's I'm, pretty cheap, but you still got to pay for it. Yeah, Bandcamp's totally free. You got to, you know, you go on CD Baby. Like this, right, right. Yeah, yeah that's pay what I'm that thinking. Too, right? CD you have to basically you have to have a barcode, and it has to be like on Amazon or something. Yeah, and then you can be on all the things. But then, you know, stuff like, like Alone Tone and SoundCloud and right. Bandcamp, all that stuff's free. But it's it's singular. Like, sure. At least with those. You've got to be hip to those things. Everyone knows what the fuck I think. Again, I'm just throwing this out at this I'm, point. I'm just throwing this out as a, you know, as a talking point. I don't want to support no. it one way or the other. But you're talking about 40 bucks, you know, to put an album on all of those things all at one time. Sure. Well, it's I mean, less than that, actually. Is it? Can you get it? Can you do Spotify, iTunes, all that for less than forty? Yeah, ounce? that that distro kid. I said. I think. Yeah. I don't know if he changes prices or whatever. Yeah. It was like twenty bucks per year or whatever it is, and you. Can yeah, get all I, the I was just talking about forty bucks one time. Oh, one time. Yeah, okay, one time yeah. forty bucks is right like on. everybody. Yeah. yeah, there are a couple of. But deals do you have like to pay that. each one forty bucks? Like well, you I have to pay, no. pay. I know, like no. not Bandcamp. The only nope, one Bandcamp's free. <laughs> nope, it's free. Uh, the only one I know is Google Play, and it's like twenty five bucks, and I think that's it. And then you well, can Google upload Play whatever is the hell you want. Yeah, can you can right, you right. upload as many albums? Yeah, as you, you can want? put up as okay. many records as you have. But yeah, that's a but different, iTunes kind of seems yeah. weird to me. Like I, I you don't wouldn't know. go directly to iTunes. You go to yeah. an aggregator. And you have to, yeah, like, and like, then, right. like Briggs is saying, yeah, yeah. So I have a deal with the Orchard. I actually have a I have a publishing deal, but it's but it's. But it's, it ends up being no. I don't mean that. I mean it's like I'm kidding. oh, believe me, that and a cup of coffee buys you right. whatever's left of the coffee after you drank <laughs> half of it. It's, Backwash. No, yeah. I mean there are good publishing deals, and I'm I'm lucky to have worked in at times with some decent publishers and, right. and trying to <laughs> trying to do something with a publisher right now. But um, but just like just like a manager, like they don't get you gigs. You go get the gigs, or like right. an agent is a better example. You don't get the gigs. You. You get the gig, and then they negotiate it for you. So it's not like there's no all of a sudden just someone comes along and goes, "Hey, we're gonna make you that." I mean, that's right. just a lie. So <laughs> I've for been all waiting. This shit. I've been yeah, waiting. It's just yeah. it's everybody. Anybody who says that is lying. So it doesn't matter who it is. Shit. But the but the uh, but the uh, but on the other hand, the thing is, I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people that I will like roll over immediately and give up. So it's like ready streaming, great. Put me on it. Yeah. Done. Like, done. That's it. Fine. Right? You, if, if we're giving it all away, let's fucking give it away. Like, yeah. why fuck with anything else? So I'm not right. saying negative to, to Bandcamp, no. but does Bandcamp have an, have an option where... Go ahead. Hit me. Well, does, no, I'm waiting. Does it have an option where you can be on Bandcamp, but you, they, they can put it up for Spotify and iTunes no. and shit for you? No, it's... So. It's. I know he kept saying it's it. It's just a different kind of community, you know. Some people like MySpace. Some people like yeah, uh, Friendster. It's, it's Bandcamp. <laughs> like yeah. you, you put your shit up in Wave format or ACC or whatever it is. People can download it however they want to. Like they, no, they, I, I they get do that. The I like that. You. Right. I mean, and yeah. there's an app that is like the listener band camp right, right. and they can just plug in whoever they want to listen to. But right. that's it. That's all right. it is. It feels like. It feels like a great way to make sure that someone can find your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, sure. It's a link. Like, all it is for me is a link. Right. So, oh, like SoundCloud. Yeah. Right. Like, the the Haverhill community... I keep going back to Haverhill. Uh, the Haverhill community radio, like, they have, like, an right. online radio thing. That's That was their thing. It's, where do we get your music? And just, here's the, the preloaded HTTP. Right, 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 like, right, right. So, yeah. 
That's that's what Bandcamp's for, sure. as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's it's certainly easy. Yeah, it's super easy, and, and it's free. Right. And sometimes so, you mean, get that's a little kind of appealing to a lot of people. Yeah, and sometimes you get a little cash if somebody feels like paying for your record. Sure. And right. sometimes you don't, and that's what you signed up for, and it's fine. Right. Right. But I feel like the being available on Spotify is now where you need to be in sure. terms of like. Um, I'm just dropping my opinion. Oh, where, fine. where? No, I agree. You know, they've gotten through even to like the very biggest. Sure. At this point, and the idea of being, especially now with uh, iTunes Music, you know, the idea that that there are a number of streaming services, and you know, you're not going to get paid, and you go for it. You know, just right. there it is. the The convenience of Spotify. You know that it's just like saying no. I'm only going to put my 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 song on the college radio station. I'm not going to put it on WBCN right. or WHEB or any of these. These are old radio stations right. that we used to always <laughs> to listen to. But yeah, that from from to the anymore. Earth, from the terrestrial, yeah, terrestrial radio terrestrial stations. Radio. But it's like none of that makes any sense. The idea is if someone would like to hear you, and the only way they're going to hear it is on the radio, then put it on all the radio stations. Yeah. You know, so I'm not being negative to Bandcamp because it sounds like a great place that's really free <laughs> and easy. <laughs> But it's like you're you're saying all these words that don't mean anything to me. Like easy, like when is anything awesome easy? Right, you just spend fucking a year and a half making a recording. It's like yeah. spend two weeks keep doing something hard and and putting it on something that's not easy. You know, that's my my kind of thing. So fair enough. I know I sound like the grumpy old guy, but it's Absolutely. like you know, it's your music. You know, people like it. easy shit though. That's what I'm saying. I know. But, uh, I mean, you can you can spend a lot of time and work wicked hard on your on your music, but if you want to put it up. For free, you might as well make it easy. Easy, right. yeah, sure. Anyway, I guess I get it. I do get it. I understand. And it is a pain in the ass getting shit up. You know, I, the it takes a, a good probably six eight hours to get an album up on the way I'm through the orchard through these kinds of things right. up up onto there because everything has to be taken care of. Sure, you, you got all all the crediting, everything, everything needs to be tagged and all. That. I mean, so, I guess it depends what you're going for too, yeah. and how you're trying to do it. Right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've I've not made any more money than anybody else on this mm-hmm. stuff. Like the the streaming is, you know, I get a a BMI statement for like three or four cents every quarter. Nice. I'm not fucking with your. That's exactly what I get. Yeah. I mean, I, I get a BMI statement for a bunch of different places from all mm-hmm. the different things that I've done. And when you look up the Spotify thing, it'll be three cents, yep. four cents. Sure. You know, and you'll have like oh, it, it doesn't sixty thousand plays or something. Spotify is great yeah. for everyone but the artists, right? Right, and but that's the point is that I'm getting you know whatever forty, fifty, sixty thousand plays, sure. Which arguably, you know, you on the radio be- is is going to be something I'm going to have to pay for. I, right. It's funny. I'm not going to argue this concept because I still don't believe in it. But that's mm-hmm. the way the thinking goes, right? I didn't have to pay anybody. I paid 40 bucks to put on everything in the world. Right. It's like, obviously, you guys know that putting something on the radio, you know, 25 years ago required cocaine and hookers and donuts and all <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. It was it's way, way more obvious than that. I mean, just it's right now. Who, who's uh, you've seen the MTV Awards. They're on all the time. MTV Music Video Music Awards. They don't even bother to trot three guys out with these fake you know, uh, briefcases and going, well, we did these surveys of all these people and here's who all the, and these right. are our accounts. They're like, they don't even bother. Okay. They don't even. Pricewaterhouse no, no, isn't part no, of it. It's exactly right. <laughs> Pricewaterhouse. No, but there's, they don't even bother. No, they don't even tell you who votes because nobody votes. It doesn't because, matter. No, you're buying it. They're purchased. Yeah. I didn't know they still made videos. 
That's not even it. It's like—is it for the awards themselves? Well, videos. Like we got are, these awards. We got to give them away. Many of the I videos so. are, are ads for the artists, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think they're all on YouTube now. It's not. Like yeah, yeah that's what I'm YouTube. saying. But so. so when you go, but I'm saying these are. It's like award shows, things like that. Most of them are somehow purchased and stuff. So the well, argument I mean, in the end is sound. That if you put your shit out. And especially if, if Darren, like what you're saying, it's like you're really like this is not the path to, you know, a million bucks, no. you know, then then, yeah, I just want it out in front of everybody anyway. You know, yeah, me, I, I'm not a good example. I don't make money by selling um, music to uh, to the public. I make money by selling music to clients who want me to make special pieces of music for their projects. Right. So I have a f- I'm cheating. It's as a uh, no. I am. I mean, I'm no. I'm. I'm trying to be legit. I'm cheating. Like if I were just like a regular musician who just wants to sell recorded music, and I'm hearing some dude going, "Well, I'm just giving my shit away for free because that's not how I make money anyway." I'd be like, "Well, fuck you, douche." So right. I totally get it. I, I really sure. do under. And I was that guy for a while. And one of the reasons why I don't do that. One of the reasons why yeah. I do just put fucking shit out for clients. Um, is because of that because I just don't see the path to selling records for a living. And, yeah, and unless it's a hard I'm path. unless I'm going to get my ass out of this chair and start touring, <laughs> there's really no other real uh, you know income path. And sure. so for someone like me who dumbass, I have no other skills. It's either music or nothing. <laughs> it's like, well, there you go, go mercenary, go fucking expendables, and right. there you go. So it's a good thing. I'm not I'm not complaining. For me, what I'm saying though is that it's. I just don't see any other way around it. I see the right... The way to sell the music now is, I think, is to combine it with, you know, in a presentation format that requires... uh, Either requires a purchase or it really makes someone feel like they would like to be part of that purchase. They want to be part of the scene by doing it. One of them is 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 the sort of, you know, the... Kickstarter? um, Yeah, I was going to say it. It's like the... uh, it's a socially engineered way of looking at it. So it's not just crowdfunding, but but going, I would like to do this. I want you to be part of this. I'm going to pre-sell my album. I feel like online anyway, that's the only way to make music anymore. Like I, I feel like... Music or money, you mean? Mo- yeah. Money, yeah. Money, okay. sorry. Yeah. Uh, money through music is if you're going to make it an event. Like I'm yeah. doing a, a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter or whatever. Like, and here's your perk. Like, if you spend 15 bucks, you get my record. If you spend right. 20 bucks, you get my record and I sign it or, you know, yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I feel like the streaming sites, like, that's all anybody's doing anymore. Like, I keep going back to Google Play because that's what I use. Right. When I listen to records, I I spend 10 bucks a month and I'd listen on Google. Oh, okay. I understand. You know so what I mean? That's where you're using that or, one example, right? like, yeah. people, like, is, isn't there one for Apple now, too? Yeah. That... Is that the one they bought for beats I, or whatever? I, I music, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But and there's Spotify and there's you know this and that and the other thing. And that's I feel like it's getting to the point where that's the only way people are getting music anymore. Like I don't right. really feel like people go out to buy. Like I need to go on iTunes and I need to no, spend the I, I ten bucks right. and get I'm the Taylor yeah. Swift record. Like it's you, yeah. yeah. I think it's just that I I feel like at this point it's like you're spending the forty bucks just to get in front of people. You're not. Right. You're never going to recoup that money. You're never going to recoup the right. money that you threw into the studio to get. Right. You know. Yeah, and again, you can't use me as an example. I mean, because I'm. I'm not using myself as right. an okay, example. Okay, I'm sorry. Like right, I'm right, not right, making right, shit right. off of any right. of this, and I don't care. Right. 
you know. But I, but but the crowdfunding thing, if we're gonna call it that, it's really it's got to be bigger than just Kickstarter. But f- but using Kickstarter as an example, what you said I think was dead on. It's the idea that you've made it into an event. Yeah. So it's like it's something that everybody is part of. Mm-hmm. So I'm part of the uh, video game industry. Um, in a couple of sentences, the newest we use uh, engines to make the games, and then you extend the engines to do cool things. Right. So there's an engine that makes 3D games, an engine that doesn't. One of the newest engines is actually out by uh, Amazon. It's called Amazon Lumberyard. And one of the, they, they threw two things in. One was the idea that um, they already have servers all over the world, so you can do multiplayer games and use their servers, which is used to be the reason why you can't make multiplayer games by yourself as an independent. But the most important part, for me anyway, is that they've included what's called Twitch support right now, which means as you make the actual game you can twitch you can broadcast out to twitch to the people that are going to play your game while you're making the game so they can be part of the actual process those of you who've played like minecraft know exactly what i'm talking about yeah absolutely and so it's it's that's what i mean it's not kickstarter you could tie it to a kickstarter what you're really doing is you're you're including the audience in the event of the game making itself so when the game is finished they're they feel like they're part of it yeah i think that's a really big step and i think that music could learn something from that people like that woman that i really didn't like amanda palmer Oh yeah, I, I did, her music's fine, but I, I, I she was a, she's a privileged woman. She's privileged because she's has no problem with money in the first place, and she's married to Neil, who has all of the fame in the first. So she has access to everything, mm-hmm. and she's taking advantage. For a while, she was taking advantage of local musicians to play her shows and not paying them, and like she treats the world like all you have to do is what I'm doing, and you could be successful. Except she has all of these tremendous advantages that she doesn't include. So anyway. Bottom line is she did approach it in a similar fashion mm. while it was compromised by her pre-organized fame. <laughs> you know, uh, it, 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 it is a logical way of doing it. She makes the audience feel like they're part of the process of this happening. Yeah. I don't think that that works necessarily for confessional material. I think that this is a material-based thing. Just like I'm not certain that I want to see the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones you know, and hear the song that the guitar player just wrote for his newborn baby. You know, like, I'm sure it's a great song, but I don't want to see it at this show, right? So this may be sort of a new type of material that's that's happening. But I don't know. It's just a, it's a different way of looking at the source of connection. Where if you go all the way back to when I'm a kid, the only way I'm going to get that piece of music is either by putting my cassette tape recorder next to the radio and hitting it at the right time. I, I had I used to have time. yeah, everybody I have all these cassettes that are missing the first like measure or yep. two <laughs> of all these songs. And the end of the song is some guy talking right. over it. There's always a guy. Yeah. Right. Or I'm going to go to a store and purchase the music. Right. And so that was the source and point of connection. Exactly. Now, on my cell phone, I mean all of us, we yeah. have all of the songs that are ever written. Mm-hmm. So there's your point of connection. Yeah. There's got to be another way of communicating this, you know? And I think some of it is in playing live. And I think some of it is in, in where the music is, is being played. 
one last so uh, last one for me i i really dug i used to watch like the midnight special don kirch's rock concert these were things that were on really late at night on television and they would have bands on and they'd be playing live in front of an audience right yeah yeah and then there were there were certain equivalents uh back then music was really segregated so you'd see like soul train where they'd play like r and what they call r&b which is just code for black music so, <laughs> solid gold yes yeah, solid gold, solid gold. Oh, i had forgotten about that uh, solid gold was in the afternoon too soul train and solid gold were not on late at night so you could watch those like after school but uh apparently i wanted to be a solid gold dancer when i was a kid why not nice. man? Oh, man. i don't know what happened i had an idea i, I, <laughs> I my father beat me Ugh. <laughs> no son of mine is gonna be uh, a solid gold uh, dancer. Damn it! I, you were so close, and then you that were. fucking the beatings. You know, it just happens just all the, the time. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Just, just, uh, you could have made it. Who would have thought? Right. So close. Right. <laughs> I had a, just had a dream the other uh, day. Not a dream, but like I had an idea of. I was dreaming up an idea of like that would be a great video. I shouldn't even give it away, but okay, I'll give it away. So it's like. Like, just have a song that's got, like, this groove going, right? Mm -hmm. But then you actually just get, like, 200 people together. Yeah. And you just have them all. They pair. They have to come in as pairs, right? And you just get them all there, and you just run the... It's like a 30-minute piece of, like, dance groove. And you're just running it. And they have to pair off like they used to do on... On, on not Solid Gold, but on Soul Soul Train. Train. And they like the pair and Soul Train. You, the camera's set like let's say I'm the camera. You'd be looking down this aisle of like clapping people, yep. like they split, they parted the waters like Moses yeah, or whatever, sure. right? And then then from the other end, like these two dancers come and they they dance toward the camera to yep. the groove. And the second they get to the camera, they have to like split off, and the next set comes right. And there's Don Cornelius like like trying to get <laughs> come on, like let's go, let's go to the next one, right? <laughs> And so that'd be great. So like, I I would be like at the end, being like, "Go, like just fucking go, right?" <laughs> and people would dance, but they could be, they could do anything they wanted. I don't care what they do. The worm. No, I mean literally uh, anything they wanted, as long as they okay. were willing to do it down towards the camera with two crowds. Because when they're cool. done, they have to go into the crowd, right? Right. And just run this for like an hour and a half. And then, like some guys, like shaving his balls. It does, but the, no. But they only have like that. They only have that like twenty seconds. Well, he does it really quick. <laughs> if you can get it done, and yes, yeah. Why not? Yes, that's part of the cool. video. Do it. Like I just the whole thing. It's like a tw- maybe actually maybe twenty five minutes, twenty or twenty five minutes. Just a little too long. Yeah. Just I would I would love to like really start incorporating that kind of shit into into, yeah. the, into the art side. You know, especially after minute seventeen, it gets real weird. Yeah, yeah. It does. And, and, it's but the, you, that's the magic number. Yeah, I mean, think of all those people they've been waiting seventeen minutes to. Yeah, well, they've probably been waiting fucking four hours and seventeen minutes, right? right? And then they're like, "Oh, well, at first I was just going to do the worm, but now, but, first but, I was afraid. but now, hey, yeah. hand me that Vandergraaf generator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Oh, I just fucked <laughs> it up. What's the thing with the? Not not Vandergraaf generator. That's the greatest sound ever. Are you talking about a flux capacitor? What are you talking about? I don't know, man. Antennas and the thing goes up the middle. The electric spark goes up. Oh, Fuck oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Fuck me. Yeah. Oh, the joke's dead. You didn't come Shit. up with it fast Sorry, enough. Sorry, man. My bad. I bailed. Did Tesla have something to do with ah. it? Tesla coil? Is that what it is? Sure. Let's is go it, with it. Is it We're a Tesla go. coil? Yeah. Yeah. 
I was gonna do the worm the Jacob's ladder, but now That's hand me is. the Jacob's yeah, ladder. The Jacob ladder. <laughs> See, that would have been a good joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. You saw the guy who was gonna yeah. do the worm, but he's like, "Give me that." Right? Yeah. <laughs> Pull grabs the Jacob's ladder, jams it into his nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's always gonna be the nuts. You know, once you get <laughs> the nuts involved, it. it's funny. You're gonna do it right. Shock him, kick him. Whatever. Are you? St- are you still in? Uh, are you still? Darren, in, you want to play a song? <laughs> in hey guys, no, I'm, making a I'm calling. I'm calling you early so you can get, you can get used to here. it while we're while we're coming around yeah. the uh, angle. Speaking are you up for? You want to play us out at some point? Uh, please, here? Sure. please. Yeah, dude. Please. I got whatever. You, so while you're thinking about you guitars and shit, so what? What is it right now? So you, you yourself, obviously, you have some band camp. How does? How do you? What what's your uh, act in in Bandcamp? Darren Ha dot Darren dot So H A W E yes R R E N right two R's E N right. Yes. But um, do you have other things on Bandcamp? Are you part of other bands that are on the Bandcamp? Awesome, uh, the band. Uh, well, yeah, not a real name. No, nah, that's still Should under the be. Darren Ha. But uh, the Natural Casings Yeah, we have an exclusive right. deal <laughs> with <do>. Bandcamp. <laughs> uh, I think you guys advertising. Have, you have like six albums yeah. of casing. Each. Are they, I think are they all up there now? I think they're <laughs> yeah, I think um, some of them anyways. The the rusty shutters. Rusty shutters. That's how with, did that not come up in, I don't know. in our band name discussion? Uh, yeah. How did you come up with Rusty or who came uh, up with that? Glenn Barraby came up mm. with that. Why? It, it used Is, to be the Glenn Barraby Trilemma. And then he decided that it was a band, not Glenn Barraby and the right. so it was what was it like three or four names that had come up i'm asking frober because he's also in the band um but oh, yeah and i think it just became a vote and we decided on the rusty shutters is that like a a metaphor or uh, i don't know it sounds like a band name yeah it's a band name it's true it's definitely right? a band name but right? yeah so did you have them named like shutting them up or something <laughs> <laughs> Batting down the hatches. Yeah. It's the rusty shutters. <laughs> so what other bands do you have on Bandcamp? Uh that's 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 it. That's it. That's it. I get now. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so right now you got this going. Do you have any other bands you want to be in right now? Uh I'll have whoever wants me. Are you uh, looking for something to play in? I'm always looking for stuff to Seriously? play. Seriously? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean at some point. Down the line, somebody will listen to this podcast. That'd be nice, you know. So yep. why not say just it, just you know? Google me and you'll find me, yeah. and contact me and say hi. You yeah. want to play guitar in somebody's band? I'll play guitar. I'll play bass. I'll play drums if they want. Really? Yeah, I don't care. Ah, oh, this is good though. Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I, I look. I'm a big believer. It's going to sound cheesy as shit, but just saying what you want to happen out loud to people. It's weird how it just seems to. Yeah. Kind of get a life of its own going, yeah. you know. This is Darren. You're just saying, I, yep, yeah, I yeah. want to play a band. I want to yes. here. Let's I want to do it. I want to yeah. play in a band. I just, I want. Oops, sorry. I just want. I'd like to play some shows for my stuff, and you know, I have people for that band, or if people want to play. That's cool too. Like right. I, I just want to play music. Right. You know, I want to yeah. not be serious about it because I'm too old to be serious about it anymore. Yeah. And I just. <laughs> want to make music and have fun with it beautiful yeah so all right yeah what are you gonna play uh this song is called strong willed (laughs) this is for (laughs) i've i've played this live a couple of times and yeah so go get them
Intentions to make this his own, to fight the good fight, and hammers coming down upon him, and he makes an umbrella made out of iron, and he won't take no this time. Plans on saying. Everything that's on his mind Show me your proof from up there Your mind slows down from lack of air And everyone says yes to all your harebrained ideas And all the while they're nipping at your ears Looking for favors Leaving all the guards behind him And he makes an impression Gets a reaction that he has Wanted for a while And Get some respect that's long overdue And he won't take no this time Plans on saying everything that's on his mind Show me your proof from up there Your mind slows down from lack of air Everyone says yes to all your airbrained ideas And all the while they're nipping at your ears And looking for favors Thank you, guys. Ooh, this is a lot a of fun. Time. What a great ending. So much fun. Rock and roll. Gay. Okay.